Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. It's all about footsies. The game is all about footsies. It's the nooch, baby. The fucking nooch. The fucking neutral. We're going to play the nooch, and do you know what else, Dan? We're going to have some fun. Happy New Year. Yeah, that too. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to another titillating, titular, fucking phantasmagorical episode, issue of Craft Comics. I think we've made it to issue number 29. I'm making that number up. It could be 30. Sounds about right. You know, I could be 30. I don't know. Everything past 20. I am 30. Everything past 25 and before 35. It's the same it's age. It's just a blank. Just you forget it. You just you live through it. Your eyes glaze over. Uh huh. You like rush through something in like super fast yeah. motion, and then you come out of it in like a fucking fever dream haze with a big old beer belly with a giant gut, a bunch of fucking kids that hate <laughs> that you, fucking and, hate you, and a divorce. <laughs> Damn, dude. All right, we're Damn, coming in hot. Fucking real. This episode of Craft Comics coming in, coming at you hot, brought to you by the divorce lawyers of Raken and Ponzer. Uh, we're not sponsored. Sun Prairie's finest. Well, Sun Prairie's finest, Raken and Ponzer. I feel like that's got to be I a firm actually, somewhere. I uh, actually interned for a divorce lawyer in Sun Prairie Did you really? in uh, college. Yeah. What, was it Raken and Ponzer? No. <laughs> Is that a real... I don't know. I don't, I don't probably so. not. Probably, probably not. It would be a massive coincidence okay, look, if it was. Dan, if I've learned anything, it's that the universe... from from comic books is that the universe yeah. is grand but yeah. the multiverse is even more grand that's true so somewhere in sun prairie in the universe like 616 uh-huh. or whatever yep there is a raken and ponzer that's right lawyers. that dan McHugh and we are internet. plugging them <laughs> we're sponsored by them yeah the currency they don't we don't we don't accept it here there's no exchange i but wish that we were sponsored by them in this universe but we're not but so we're not. we'll just have but that's okay because other dan and jerry they're getting in those, uh, those no those the other dan ones. and jerry earth 616 dan and jerry they're fucking dead actually yeah they're, they're no well dead. i interned there so i had to be alive you, you probably died well no you interned there and then interned <laughs> and then died oh okay yeah <laughs> and <laughs> <Interned>. now they're <laughs> like as in internment camp i was oh. taken in is that in, what you were going for? No, oh, okay. <laughs> like you were just you interned there and then you died. You like said interned, like I was like, I was like, oh, interned. no, I was emphasizing that it happened in the past. Dan, this is already okay. off tropic. All right, all right, all right. This right, is right, Craft right, Comics. Right, right, this is Craft right, Comics. I promise to you, I promise, it's an actual real podcast. It's in a weekly verse three one three. It makes money. Is that the canon? <laughs> <laughs> universe but, but not in this not in this universe we don't make money here no, no we only make no, good memories no. uh th- and yeah. this is a weekly comic book and craft beer podcast where we yes. uh talk about comic books yeah talk about beer yeah and then talk about each other's feelings yeah, and how much <laughs> and how much we love each other uh so yeah dan will bring the comic books and the beer well that's what he did that's this what week. i did today. normally i buy it but i was a shitter this week you know i haven't been to i haven't been to work in two weeks <laughs> I worked from home like last Friday, I think. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's been a, it's been a fucking haze. Quote so th- unquote, worked from home. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, Ryan Ellison, if you're listening to this, I worked all day. Okay. Yeah, Thank you very much. Except when he was playing Street Fighter with me. That is not. Man, <laughs> you piece of shit. You piece of shit. Yeah. Um. So yes. Uh. The, <laughs> that's what this podcast is. I hope you enjoy it. It's mostly a fun show. I think. Right. We have I, fun. We try to, but then we always kind of get like off track and talk about like depressing shit. And that's funny like, though. The, it, it it is, but it's like <laughs> it it heavily involves rape, so it can't be oh. too nice. You know. Yeah, no, I mean it can't be too nice, yeah. but it, it it can be funny 
to me to to you as yeah. a white man yeah. living in America. Look at what you've done, Dan. Yeah, Look at what you've done. We, we I was again. like, we all you, again. all I had to do was say, hey, we have some fun sometimes. <laughs> I think it's your fault because you're like, I was like, we're, we have fun right, and you're like, yeah, but sometimes we talk about Weinstein, and <laughs> you that do sucks. though. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> promised you this is a real this is a real podcast where we talk about comic books and beer Earth real saying that though before i do anything before we talk yeah, about any of this i catch beer, up with yeah. my boy no we don't talk about the beer not yet chill yeah, that's what i'm chill. saying that's what i'm chill. saying you're real uh i will ask you yes. dan yes how you've been what games you've been playing yep. what have you been reading yep. listening to just yep. give me yep. give me the pop spread. culture the pop yeah. culture danny max what special. have you been enjoying about life there's been a man since we fucking took, nothing we took a week off we did so there's actually like a lot on the backlog yeah and i'm probably gonna forget all of it but it's okay. i have been playing street fighter yeah sometimes with you yep which has been fun yeah it's a good treat we always get mad at each other a little bit <laughs> a little bit it's hard not to remember man. when it's your controller like... died after i 5-0'd you and you're like <laughs> oh my I fucking do remember my control my controller died i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i usually uh, like my street fighter matches where i'm not moving not blocking not jumping or any of that so that you're right i was just i was just doing that i thought you were just salty and just put it down <laughs> you just were like fuck fuck no, it, it did literally die, oh. contrary to popular opinions by Jared. Um, so I've been playing that. <laughs> My I, opinions are not popular. Now. That's true. That's true. Um, I've been playing some Sekiro. Jordan lent it to me. Shadows die how many times, Dan? Twice, unless okay. you're me, in which case I've, I think I've already maxed out. So like, have you spread the dragon rot to all oh, of the well, life? Oh, fucking everyone. It's like <laughs> all the time. You get AIDS. You, you get AIDS. Yeah. You get AIDS. I don't. Yeah. It, it, it kind of sucks. Like I wish the thing that I like about like the Dark Souls and Bloodborne type games is like they don't punish you for dying like that much if you like spend your experience in gold and whatever. So like if you have zero experience, zero gold, you can die as many times as you want in Dark Souls. They don't give a shit. But in Sekiro, if you die and keep dying, the people <laughs> who care about you most will die a slow cancerous death yeah. of like dragon rot or whatever. Yeah, which is a metaphor for life, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's mm-hmm. yep. So uh but yeah, I've been playing that. What we else got Street been... Fighter Sekiro. Yeah, been watching uh I <laughs> I started watching The Irishman. Okay. Um do you oh, know okay. of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, Martin Scorsese's uh, cinematic classic. Uh-huh. Uh, people are talking about it for Best Picture. Uh-huh. Um, it is very good. Wait, is it a TV show or is it a movie? It is a movie that okay. was distributed to Netflix, oh. which is like one reason why it's call- causing all this buzz because like the Academy Awards still won't nominate Netflix movies because they're not theater movies, even if they have a limited theatrical release. Even if it's Scorsese and that guy is yeah. the most up his own ass that a human can possibly <laughs> be without turning into a black hole. He's fucking good, though. Like, he's sure. a good-ass director. Um, but yeah, I, I know, like, he made all those comments about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not cinema and, like, dumb hey, shit Hey, bitch, like that. I guess the Irishman is even less of a movie than yeah, that because the Academy true. Awards won't even Because at least Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> and this will probably get overlooked for everything. Ah, that's funny. Actually, um, that's poetic fucking justice. That's true. It, it kind of is. But also, I hope it get. I hope that this is the year they finally start nominating streaming services because it is the way of the future. They just look like old fucking has-beens that like no one watches anymore, and no one does watch the Academy Awards anymore. It's just like old people trying to like retain their relevance and it's just ugly as wale would say has-beens and never will be ringtone rappers nice yeah 
Fuck yeah. Deep cut on the wall. Eh? That is uh, <laughs> that is the mixtape about nothing, and it's one of the greatest fucking mixtapes. Wow, of all that time. is a deep cut then. Yeah, it's very good. Going back to his mixtapes. That was a good that was some good shit. Oh, anyway. He's a weird rapper. Rewind. Um, yeah, he's really good. But and then like he makes pop shit. But then also, also he's really bad. Really, yeah, he gets really bad sometimes. But yeah, it's the like, Irishman wow. is very good um so far i've i've breaking it out into how can parts. you how can you watch a movie in chunks the reason is jerry because the movie is three and a half hours long uh you know kids these days where you just try to check your phone the whole time you can't you can't sit down for three and a half hours <laughs> you remember watching peter jackson's the lord of the rings the cinematic masterpiece known as the hobbit Dan, those were those movies were like three and a half hours long. I never watched The Hobbit, dude. Oh. Those movies I haven't watched were the supposed Hobbit. to be not good. <laughs> I didn't actually. watch. No, but also The Lord of the Rings. Those were like fucking nine hour long movies, weren't they? Yeah, they were like three hours long. That's true, but I don't know. Those were more of like cultural events, and then I even those were less time than this. I think, yeah, that's true. except for the extended versions, those got way off the rails. Those are like three and a half, four hours, maybe. How did I used to watch those? Maybe? I know, but like seriously, like try and find time. I'm not gonna that ever you watch can the sit Irishman. alone. No, that's fine. But that's what I'm saying. It's oh. like three and a half hours of time in this day and age by yourself, where like you know, Crystal won't want to hang out with me, or I won't yeah. have plans, and it's like or i won't want to play video games instead or like do all of these other things it's like but yeah i've been watching it in chunks and i would recommend watching it in chunks because it kind of lends itself to that but it is a very good movie it's like a scorsese like old school mob movie but they make it more modernized it's more like about de niro having to oh god (laughs) de niro's in it he does he's the main guy he's good in it i you know but he's been good in a scorsese movie for fucking 30 years yeah well, I change a good thing, but this is the first movie where, uh, uh, fuck, oh, who's the guy I just said? Uh, De Niro, Robert De Niro, and Al Pacino, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, all are, fuck, are all in the same movie together. Oh, yeah, De Niro and uh, Al Pacino have never been in a Scorsese movie before, even though he's directed both of them like independently. I Wonderful. Guess. Um, but it's a good movie, and it's more about De Niro having to kill all of his best friends than it is about uh, wait, are, is, mobsters being mobsters. Is you know De Niro I mean? is De Niro the Irishman? Yeah, <laughs> and Al Pacino <laughs> is Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Uh, some weird casting, right? Is it? I don't. They're not fucking Irish. Robert De Niro. That's the that's the least Irish no, sounding name. Name. It's like a mob nickname, though. Oh, he's not actually Irish. I don't think so. He's an Irish. He's called the Irishman, and he's he's fucking Italian. I don't fucking know. You man. know these these roots go deep. The Irish and the Italians they hate <laughs> each other. So I, I'm getting I get a little bit a little bit of a you know a little bit of a shiver that runs up my spine when when there's a fucking Italian so, being cast. So what you're as an saying Irishman. is you hate Italians. Yes. <laughs> The long and short of it, yes, and we've unpacked this, and we can. Right, we can right, go down right. this. Dan, you accidentally segued, which you didn't. Uh, this was about two minutes ago. Okay. When you said, who has three and a half hours to spend yeah. alone? Yeah. This guy does, because <laughs> I have been playing the shit out of Path of Exile. It is all oh, consuming yeah. in my life right now. Nice. I have probably spent six hours in one sitting just playing that game, and when I go to That's bed at time. night... I think, think about, about it, it. Yeah. and when I wake up in the morning, it is the first thought that <laughs> pops into my fucking head. I'm like, I'm thinking about fucking builds. It's like I'm, it's I'm like that fucking kid in that weird, that weird thing that that weird musical that tried to like romanticize P.T. Barnum. Oh, the, the greatest, greatest showman, showman where yeah. he's like, where he's like, 
What, what the fucking what is that song what's the main song in that shit where he's like i never saw it he talks about dreaming at night and he sees all these uh, wonderful okay. things and that's me yeah. but it's path of exile built <laughs> and i wake up and it's like all consuming so i've been playing that like crazy i haven't had much time to watch anything except we we binge watched the entirety of the witcher uh, oh yeah yeah the netflix thing and that was fun yeah i'm halfway through it's that. not good but it's but fun, it's fun yeah. yeah it's absolutely fun so good times um yeah they say that uh like there are now a hundred thousand uh witcher 3 players on steam yeah following the release I, oh that, that doesn't netflix surprise me because i reinstalled it you know yep. what i mean like yep. absolutely i was just like oh yep. i actually installed the witcher 2 because i never played it before witcher 2 is good and you'll get you'll get have you seen the witcher Oh yeah, you said you're halfway through. I'm so, halfway through. Yeah. So you get you'll actually get some get like some real context. cool Tamarian context. Like nice. like King Foltest features pretty hev- well, briefly pretty heavily gotcha. <laughs> in The Witcher too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Foltest is there. <clears throat> you get some. You get a lot of cool things, and that, that's where you actually get to see a lot of Triss Marigold because Jennifer's not yeah, even yeah. at home. So and, and Jerry stands Triss. Let it be I known. stand Triss. Let it yeah. be known though. Now after seeing The Witcher, I'm like. Yen's pretty fucking uh, cool, you know what I mean? So, you know, Geralt is in a, a lose-lose situation. You're the only Tristan I know. You have to stay a Tristan. Otherwise, it's just everyone saying Jennifer is better. Yeah, it's just sad for Tris. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. You got some, someone that Someone's got to stick up. Yeah. Stick up. And I've been playing some Street Fighter um, mixed in between it, but it's mostly been Path of Exile and then just like watching football. Uh, we watched we watched a oh, yeah? sh- we watched a ton of football yesterday. Patriots, playoffs are soon, right? Playoffs are now. Patriots lost oh, and they're eliminated from the playoffs. What? Yeah, the the fucking um uh Titans. The Titans beat them. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know it was playoffs. Yeah, with nine seconds to go, I was so I was fuming. I was fuming because so the Titans caught up. They they the Titans are in one are within one point and they or the Titans were ahead by one point for the entirety of the second half. Yeah. In nine seconds to go. Brady throws a pick, right? Oh. Brady throws a pick, and instead of kneeling, because the Patriots had zero timeouts left, instead of kneeling, the guy runs it in for a touchdown with nine seconds left. Okay. Putting them ahead by seven points. Okay. So theoretically, they give the ball back to Tom Brady yeah. with nine seconds left yep. on the clock when all he had to do was just get tackled. And then right. kneel it. Right. And I'm like sitting there. Right. I'm just like, oh my God, Tom Brady's going to fucking just yeet this ball in the end zone. But he didn't. But he didn't. It was nice. a squib. It was a squib kick. And then um, Drew- nine seconds, even for Tom Brady. <laughs> well, yeah. And Edelman tried to lateral it. That's what, that's what did okay. it. Like if Edelman hadn't lateraled it. Yeah. He might have had a shot. You know what I mean? Just a Damn, Hail Mary. That is crazy. The Patriots eliminated by the Tennessee Titans. It's beautiful. What a great universe. Yeah, it's a great universe. Now all that has to happen is the Vikings need to lose, and yeah. I have the most stress-free playoffs ever. I mean, granted, the Packers are in it, yeah. but I don't really give a shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Packers, Everyone knows they're going to lose. So. I would love for them to win. You know what I mean? That's just a bonus, but yeah. at this point, I'm pretty much accepted that they're with, not They're not going to win, and no. it's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. But like, I could have foresaw a moment in time where the Packers were up against the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. And I was like, mm. yep, yep. That's the one time that I cared about it. What and about now, uh, the next game Vikings? I'm going to care about it a little bit. What about uh Seahawks? Or, I don't give a shit. The Seahawks. Have are they in it? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think so. They're what about desperate. uh Dallas. I don't think the boys are in it either. Nice. All right. They're yeah. Pretty, I can watch pretty, football again. They're then. pretty bad. Yeah. Dude, that's great news. All the Dallas coaching staff got fired. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they're not in the playoffs. Yeah, I knew that they were bad after yeah. Ryan left. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the teams that are left are mostly like Chiefs. Um, oh, that sounds great, man. I, Chiefs, would, I Titans, might actually te- watch this Super Chiefs, Bowl. Chiefs, Titans, Texans, uh, Packers, Vikings. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 
The Vikings play the Saints. So, I mean, nice. ideal situation is the Saints beat the Vikings tomorrow. Yeah. And then probably are going to be the Packers because yeah. I don't think that the Packers will beat the Saints. Probably not. I also think I have a bad I have a bad feeling about the Vikings because we beat them twice in the regular season. I just have yeah. a feeling that it doesn't matter two out of yep. three. You know yep. what I mean? They just roll in and beat us once. Anyway, this isn't a football podcast. This isn't a video game podcast. This is a crap beer yep. and comic yep. book yep. podcast. Yep. Yep. So we're yep. going to transition into that. Uh, thank you, Anthony Pantano. We're going to transition into that uh, part of the show. So Dan normally brings a beer. I brought some beer this time. This is a little sour called Blue Hawaiian. And this is made by Untitled Art with Horace Aged Ales. Uh, it's a collaboration that is bottled and brewed and canned uh, in Wanakee, Wisconsin at Octopi, I'm pretty sure, because this is where I had it on tap. Uh, this beer is funky. Oh, okay. it's, fu- it's funky. It's weird. We went out to uh, our good friend Jason's 34th birthday Uh <laughs> He's yep. not. He's not thirty-four. That's a joke. He might. Be, he might honestly. actually be thirty-four. I was going for a high number, but it's not that high. It's I not... think he's like thirty-three. Actually, got him. <laughs> uh, so we 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 had that, and I, I. It's this is a very fun beer. I think. I think. I'm very excited to see. I yeah. Jerry keeps like. I can't wait to see what you, what face is, you make when you drink. So I imagine it's going to be like hella sour. Is what my prediction. Oh is. baby, you have no idea. All right. All right. Let's pour this. Let's pour this shit out. So the blue is blueberries, correct? Oh shit, it's very blue though. Yeah, that's the reaction. The blue is not blueberries. The blue is not blueberries. The blue is fucking Gatorade. What the? Yeah. He made. He did the response. It's perfect. This is. This looks like straight Gatorade. (laughs) Even the foam is like bright blue. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny that we. I so we were we're in Octopi having this beer and i'm like looking at this thing and i'm like wow there's some food coloring in this you know what i yeah. mean like and that's fine you know food coloring is fucking food but coloring. not only is there food coloring in it but like a lot of beers if you would add food coloring to it it would make a weird color because the like the brown know, yeah. yeah the yellow brown of the so, beer would off so yeah it, you, you had a good point they, they managed to make the color and it's clear too it's not yeah it's it, it literally looks like blue hawaiian it does not hawaiian look like beer at all which is i why i wanted to get this because it's fucking a meme beer mm-hmm. uh and it tastes like a meme beer too it's a it's a, it's, <laughs> it's not exactly good i i don't i i like it i i do enjoy it it's a it's a fun beer to sip on um but it's not a flavor that i literally in, like i genuinely enjoy um to me it kind of tastes like sunscreen but like in a good way okay you know that's like it's like really strong yeah. on the coconut really strong on the coconut and then sour and i don't get a whole lot more than that right pineapple no. pineapple i get pineapple too oh really yeah 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 you're right pineapple. Is it pineapple's on the front of the front the forefront and then i think it's a lot of coconut on the nose yeah i yeah, agree. definitely a lot of coconut on the nose but then you get pineapple pineapple coconut and then sourness that is uh bizarre um but yeah i don't i don't dislike it it definitely does not taste at all like beer uh but it does taste like sour patch kids which i enjoy like beer either no but it's not sweet um no but yeah i guess that's true it's not super sugary but it's it's not not sugary do you know why i was do you now know why i was so excited to bust this beer out yeah the fucking color i feel like we almost need like a we almost need to instagram that shit right yeah that's a good idea actually here i got the i got my i was gonna turn the light on the light yeah turn on the light real quick so you stall for time the other thing that and i don't know if this is just from like childhood or if this is an actual comparison but it also kind of reminds me of hawaiian punch 
Yeah, it's called Blue Hawaiian. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's like it reminds me, like the flavor a little bit reminds me of like Hawaiian Punch, but less sweet. I think it's supposed to. But like, uh, is that not the name? The name of that flavor is called Blue Hawaiian. The Hawaiian Punch is called Blue Hawaiian. I thought that was exactly what they were going. Is for. that the name of the Hawaiian Punch flavor? I, th- I think it is. Like, Do Hawaiian, we need to look this up? Hawaiian Punch is traditionally red, Jarrett, but maybe there is a variation of it that's blue and maybe this is going for that oh hold on hold on Uh, the blue hawaii is a cocktail oh okay the blue hawaii is a cocktail that's main alcohol is blue curacao rum and vodka uh and i'm gonna guess yep so here it is blue hawaii is a tropical cocktail made of rum pineapple juice blue curacao sweet and sour mix and sometimes vodka so that's the one wait say that again curacao yeah blue curacao it's a curacao, curacao. Doesn't matter. I don't fucking know. Uh, pineapple juice and rum. I would say probably not sweet and sour huh. mix. You'd make your own sweet and sour if okay. you were fucking half decent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a blue. It's just a blue Hawaiian. Interesting. So that's what, it, that's what it's going for. I thought it was a, a flavor of Hawaiian punch, but uh, it turns out we were both wrong. But you were probably more right than I was. Well, I was more right because you I were was the, more right because you're you the were the one who said it was blue Hawaiian punch. You were just wrong twice. I think you're right. You're absolutely right, Dan. So, Dan, uh, verdict on Blue Hawaiian by Untitled Art out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. I would give it a weird out of five. Um, but, yeah, not bad. I would sip this on, like, a hot day. I would sip it, like, yeah, like, maybe once every summer. Once a summer, you'd have one bottle of this? Yes. Okay. That's that's fair. I had two glasses. <laughs> I had two glasses at a uh, thing, and then I bought a four-pack, and I've, and I've drank three of them oh, nice. the past couple weeks. So. Also, I don't know if uh, there's something wrong with me where I don't really like sours anymore that much. So oh, that's just like that's too bad. a problem that I have in my life. It's not projecting onto anything else you gotta in the work real through world. That, yeah, I, th- I should. I'm, I'm sure I'll come back to it at some point. And then, like, some really good sours I still like, but it's still... Like know, a crooked stave? Yeah, but if I have the option, I usually go for something else. But I this think, is pretty good, I will say, actually. I I like this more than I like most. Yeah, so, like, I'm the same way with you. I just had to get it for the fucking the color. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I looked at it on the thing, and I was like, oh, man, okay, shit. And honestly, the flavors are pretty interesting, too, I yeah, think. Like, yeah. the pineapple and the coconut in it, I think are pretty cool in a sour. I think Re- they work pretty well. Reminiscent. Yeah, yeah. You don't often get those flavors with the sour. Yeah, you're, not you're, really. you're right on that. And I haven't had the cocktail, so maybe we... Yeah, I mean, we're not going to do that now, but maybe we should yeah, try it sometime yeah. and, and see see how it goes. But yeah, yeah we just got to find some fucking cure cow curacao. Blue curacao? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Savvy's sister's boyfriend. I just start calling him Grant. <laughs> Grant, Grant fucking loves this. Uh, loves, oh really? Not, not this, but he loves blue curacao. Oh. I don't know why I was staring finally at the can when Who I said he loves, loves blue curacao. He that man is, is it a, a liqueur? What the fuck is it's it? It's a liqueur. Yes. Okay. So blue, it's just it's just curacao, which is um, an orange based liqueur. Okay. Um, with food coloring. With blue food oh, okay. Color. Okay. Okay. That's all it is. Uh, yeah. He is a he's a fucking beach bum monster yeah. he likes to make up like three gallons of what he <laughs> affectionately refers to as hulk juice and oh, it's God. just fucking like it's like he's like grant with his summer drink yeah it's like the grants man if they both met it would be a fucking oh yeah it would both be grant, it would yeah. be a catastrophic yeah. nightmare oh my god he Everyone just mixes like forever. lemonade blue curacao like a bottle of tequila <laughs> and it's just like it's like a nightmare it's nightmare juice you know what i mean yeah. but it's fine it's it's basically grown up wop. It is grown up wop. It yeah. is it's it's just wop. Yeah. Let's just not let's not call it anything. We we'll call it spade a spade. Yeah. Uh. So that's probably the, that's the beer. Uh. 
for now, we have another one coming up. Oh yeah, we've got another one coming oh, we up. Got another but one, uh, we can we can sojourn on beer for now and move into talking about comic books. And it was a pretty good week. It was a pretty good week. A pretty Two good couple weeks. Comics in particular, mm-hmm. I thought were fucking excellent, extra strong. Yep. And one of them yep. lends itself uh, to being extra strong because it's a number one. Yep. Number ones typically are some of the best writing, some of the best art, and then they tend to lose steam right around issue eight or nine, uh, yeah. and then they get canceled by thirteen. So it goes <laughs> in the comics biz. But um, this won't happen for this comic pro- because probably not. This is you a can't cancel Thor, baby. You, yeah, you can't. Well, you, you could you could cancel the creative team, but you probably won't. Probably you not. probably won't. You got, so this not is when you got fucking. Donny Cates. You want to you want to say it? You yeah. you know so Thor number one, which is written by Donny Cates. There baby. he goes. Uh, with Nick Klein on art, Matthew Wilson on colors, and Joe Sabino. I believe he is owned, bought, and paid for by VC. I don't know who VC is. Let them go, Van Cleef. Yeah, who is VC? VC is know. Van Cleef. He they lead. run the biz, whoever they are. Yeah, They've got they a do. fucking monopoly on that shit. Van Cleef. Van Cleef runs the Defias gang out of uh, the Dead Mines in Westfall. What is that a reference to? It's World Warcraft. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't get it. <laughs> He's looking at me with the fucking most lost look in his eye. I'm like, like a pop culture <laughs> reference that I don't get. What's happening? This has to be wild. This has to be World of Warcraft or some hentai. <laughs> Okay, it's not pop culture. <laughs> Hentai is not pop culture. I don't think. I don't think. I don't well, know. actually, now they have those fucking dudes who wander around Combo Breaker wearing yeah, those like hentai bodysuits or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those are big on Twitter, too. Like, What's going on with that? patterns. I What's don't know. What's going on with that, man? I, it's also like Eric Andre has like a bit in his set about watching hentai. So maybe it's like mainstream It is mainstream now. now. I don't know. It is. No kink shame in 2020. Yeah. 2020 is the year of hentai. Yep. You heard it here <laughs> first, <laughs> folks. You heard it here. The year of hentai. I think yep. that's got to be the name of the episode. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one's going to download this. Is a, can you imagine going to this podcast? and like Someone's going to download it. Someone's going to look, look, be like, oh, craft comics. What do they do? What do they do? What do they do? Oh, they do craft beer. Co- the year of hentai. <laughs> Their last episode is. Jeffrey Weinstein. Je- <laughs> Jeffrey Weinstein. It's five hours long. Okay. So uh, this is Thor number one, written and created by all those people that we said before. Um, this is the start of a new creative team. I'm hoping that the art guy sticks around for a while. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be at least Donnie Cates writing it. Uh, the the Jason era, the Jason Aaron era is over. It's and been. Who was the art for the Jason Aaron's run? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I don't. It remember. was so good, though. But it was like, wild. The thing is, it's hard to follow that up. But I thought this was a very worthy follow up to that, like fucking crazy art, all of the weird watercolor, <sighs> yeah, colors and shit. And I that. got nothing. That's but okay. that, and that wasn't even the artist for that long. So like, Jason Aaron's been writing oh, really? Thor since Jane Foster era. So at least three three or so years yeah. of, of Thor by Jason Aaron. So it's cool. Um, fresh, some new life being breathed into it. Donnie Cates is kind of on a roll at Marvel. I haven't been as big of a fan of his more recent stuff, but maybe that's because what did he's he do been after Cosmic Ghost Rider Venom. And I liked the oh, first yeah. bit of Venom. Venom was good. Yeah. But yeah, Until. but then it, then it got, then it got a little bad and then but he's not doing it now. Is he? Or he is was he? writing some war of the realms. I think he's still doing it. Really? Damn. Dandy Cates. Dude can uh, just pump out shit. Yeah. I mean, he was writing like three different books. But like a, really, the only thing of his you didn't like was the newer Venom stuff. That's right? not true. Also, he was writing oh, War uh, of the Realms. Some no, War that of the was Jason Realm. Aaron. Some War of the Realms he was writing, but then also he, he was, was forced to. He though. was writing um, what the fuck is the name of that? The Avenger Guardians of the Galaxy. We didn't really love Guardians of the Galaxy either. 
Oh, we thought it was fine. But yeah, you're right. It wasn't anything special. Would you just agree with me, Dan? <clears throat> but I this, would agree. This was very good. Dan, would you like to take, yeah. a, take a stab at kind of what's going on in this, so, in, in this particular book? It's it's a good way. So like Jason Aaron had so much fucking lore built up in his last run. Malore. It's uh, very tough to follow that without rebooting it in some way. And I feel like they did a really good job of rebooting it in this one. So basically what happens at the end of Jason Aaron's run, uh, Thor is king of Asgard. He's like uh, the new Odin. Um, he d- has one eye and one arm and he's just being an old like Norse god ruling over shit. Uh, and he's about to give like his first kingly address when Galactus falls out of the sky onto his fucking doorstep, which, uh, since Galactus's massive crushes, like a giant part of Asgard, which was kind of funny. Um, all those people, Dan, you think that's funny? Yes, I do. Okay. They're gods. They're fucking fascists, Jerry. Okay. Um, so they then talk about like galactus and almost died because he encountered some like black plague cosmic black plague cosmic black plague i like that yep and cosmic and the way that it kind of wraps up is uh thor becomes a herald of galactus and he's going to hunt down this uh black plague thing neat cosmic black plague it's it's just it's really cool i love galactus (laughs) honestly and i feel like they go into some cool galactus lore of like how he didn't all he wasn't always galactus you know i didn't start out as galactus i was once a man just like you started out as just like some alien dude i was a humble man who just had a divorce and (laughs) ate kids who hated me and then i decided i wanted to eat galaxies starting with my kids um so dan can you explain to me what the fuck a herald of galactus is yeah so galactus has these uh what he calls heralds and they're basically beings that are trapped into servitude to find new planets for galactus to consume the original one was silver surfer yeah Um, i knew that yep most famous uh who in this comic is now black silver surfer uh, which is interesting. I don't remember how that came about. I think it had its own comic run that we didn't. Donny Cates may to. have even written it. Maybe. Who knows? For all we know, Dan, comic books move at the speed of light. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they're basically indentured servants to Galactus, and they find him new planets to eat. So now Thor's an indentured servant to to Galactus. He sort of, except Galactus <laughs> is dying. So Thor basically just has to do what Galactus wants. I think. Um, unless he's powerful enough to, you know, to say no, or something. fuck you, dad. But yeah, yeah. But I, the basic gist of what I got from this is Galactus gave Thor powers so that he can go uh, check out this cosmic black plague shit, whatever it's called. Cool. So this whole time I was worried that that Donny Case is going to give Thor a son, uh, son, and it's going and instead the opposite way. Instead, he has become the son of Galactus. Yes, he's become, the and he's spawn. also young and sexy again. Like he was an old man Thor with an eye patch and one arm, and uh, now he's young and sexy Thor with both arms and both eyes. Neat, young and sexy forever. Young Garrett. and sexy forever. It's finally, your favorite thing. Maybe they'll fucking reboot Scott Scummers and Jean yeah. Grey. So you have no excuse to dislike this comic now. How does it feel? It feels pretty good because I actually really enjoyed this. Uh, one thing that we haven't touched on yet was the art. 
Uh, the art is fucking. Well, we've kind of touched it a little bit, but yeah, it's fucking very good. phenomenal. The panel layouts are perfect. You know, sometimes I've found that as an uninitiated comic book reader, sometimes I can get lost when mm-hmm. the artist doesn't know how to kind of guide my eye mm-hmm. to figure out where I need to look next. But this was perfect. I did. You know, it takes you out of the comic, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're yeah. like flipping, th- th- flipping through, flipping through, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? What panel am I supposed to go? And you lose the thread. This <clears> was just absolutely flawless, 100% all the way through. Colors are rich and vibrant um without yep. being like obnoxiously so yeah and there's this really neat little um effect that they have with a rainbow yeah that is obnoxiously bright but the it's, bifrost but it's used in such a fucking perfect way and uh-huh. so sparingly that it's just it's wonderful it's wonderful to look at uh it was really fun to read donny cates when he's at his best is magical and wonderful and, and i'm doing like cool cosmic shit and yeah and, and and doing like doing shit for a character that's never been done before mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very excited. I hope I have the highest of hopes and the highest of not expectations, but just optimistic. Yeah, feeling very yeah. optimistic right Me now. Me too. Me too. Uh, that this will continue to be very, very good. This seems like a thing that Donny Cates like would thrive in. It seems like he'll do some cool cosmic yep. ghost rider shit with this. Yep. And ho- maybe he's learned a lesson about how you know if you give Eddie Brock a kid, then all of a sudden <laughs> that's what the whole fucking thing becomes about. Yep, yep. And you can't do anything different because the entire time you got to worry about little fucking dipshit yeah. Jimmy's doing in the corner. You, yep. you got to write. You got to at least dedicate one page to explain why dipshit Jimmy is yep. in a bunker somewhere. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? One out of and then then the pages add up. You know, and yep. so like then. One page you have to explain why he's in the bunker. One page you have to explain why he's getting out of the bunker. One page you have to explain why he randomly has a symbiote for some reason. Yep. And then, if you're smart and you do the Bendis approach, you send his ass to space where he fucking burns up in a black hole. Yeah. Or a sun. Yeah. Except then he brought him back. He did bring him back. You're right. It's kind of lame. Is he back back? Jonathan Kent, yeah, he's back. He's he's back. Oh, I think I I see what you're saying. You're talking about uh, when they sent him off for that like hero, whatever the dude went I mean, into the future, right? Is y- that what you're talking about? Yeah, because they sent him out twice. Actually, yeah, they, like, they sent, sent him to him space, to space where he got tortured by his alternate universe dad in a volcano, out of love, dad, out of love, and then he came back it's to and make then you he stronger, got, John, and then he got sent out again into the future this is why you don't give superheroes kids is yeah. because the entire time you're ha- you're sitting there being like oh fuck uh what do we do how it's do we get rid of yeah. them it, exactly it takes like exactly i don't know probably like five issues until you're like well we don't want to have to write superman and his son if it's just a superman comic so how do we get rid of him again it's not interesting it's fucking boring. Yeah. It, I don't know how many other different ways I can say that it sucks. Just yeah. stop doing it. Like, please. Yeah. For the love of God, I'm begging you. I agree. Stop. Okay. That aside, that didn't happen in Thor. Yep. Great comic. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, will, I will support this. I'll support this for the rest of my days. Thank you so much for not giving Thor Mr. any more children. I remember being like, I remember reading Venom <laughs> and being like, God, who's this fucking shitty kid? Uh, yeah. At least it's not his actual son and then because they'll was... just be able to fucking like dump his ass and he's like, well, you're my dad. You are my son. You are my son. Do you... <laughs> It reminds me of that Superman. That's that Superman. That's, that's the meme. Yeah. I know, but like that was that's our meme. That's our. That meme, goes yeah. way back. The, yeah. The the joke is that uh, oh fuck, Kevin what's his Spacey. Name? No, it's the other one. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, not uh, Kevin Spacey. Thank in, God. In, like Superman, the movie directed by Zack Snyder. He says, "You are my son." You are my son. And then he gets whisked away in a tornado <laughs> and killed. Well, those are two different. I scenes. know, but we <laughs> merge them together yeah. in our minds. Yeah. And my favorite thing remains that this okay tornadoes are a 
about a mile long, a mile <laughs> wide, and have winds upward of 450 miles an hour. And this dude just dead ass stands by a car as a tornado gently overtakes him. He doesn't violently get wrenched yeah. into the air. He just sort of slowly kind of like fucking and and like anime disintegrates yeah. into it and, and like, clark and the rest of the kids are watching from like 50 feet away yeah but he's <laughs> and they're fine and they're totally fine but he's not allowed to use his superpowers his dad would rather die than for him to use his superpowers in front of children yeah and <laughs> god that movie's fucking terrible it's so bad oh god release the snyder cut release the Snyder. release oh the god. snyder cut people are already calling to release the jj abrams cut of the new star wars because it fucking sucked wait didn't jj abrams direct the new star wars he directed the new star wars but now i think that like the snyder cut thing it just became do they not realize for any movie that is not good they're like, well, the director's cut has to make it good, right? Oh, they literally don't re- realize that, like, that, like, I thought release the Snyder cut was fucking because Joss Whedon took over and and changed it. Yeah, I mean, they I, do. Did they not realize that that didn't happen for J.J. Abrams? I he finished that movie. Yeah, yeah, he did. I don't get it, man. People are dumb. Dan. People are dumb. That's a uh, fans are dumb. Let's say, yeah, the. People who are too fanatical about anything are Well, Dan, let me tell you about what real Star Wars fans do. (laughs) Good meme. Good meme. Great meme. That's a great meme. I really like this beer, actually. It's growing on me quite a bit. Like the pineapple. That's what I'm saying. Like coconut is really like I hate like the first sip I took of it, I was like, ah, this sucks. And then I took another and I was like, and it's blue, it's a meme. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna buy that. And then I like and I finished I I finished my seven ounce beer that I had there and I was like, I want to get a twelve. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bigger one. Yeah, I, I could drink more of this in in retrospect. Ha ha. Good. So this is one that slowly evolves. Dan's review over time has evolved, yep. and yep. now now he's uh, fully supporting Blue Hawaiian. I'm fully supporting it. Uh, would good. you back Blue Hawaiian in 2020? Uh, Depends on the running mate, right? I, I mean, I would back pretty much anything else in 2020. Other nice. Than what we've got was his name Julian Casablancas dropped out. Big oh, yeah. Julian Julian Castro. He was fucking good. I liked him a lot. Julian Casablanca is the lead singer of The Strokes. Oh, <laughs> nice, good joke. Deep cuts today, Dan. Yep. Uh, we're gonna talk about another Marvel book, and this the the last Marvel book of the day. This is X Men number four, written by Jonathan Hickman. I you, you can t- I think you can tell that when I'm reading when I turn to my notes because like Jonathan my, Hickman. Well, and, and like my voice changes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it like increases like half an octave. Yeah, because I'm all of a sudden I'm like turned angled slightly on the microphone uh i don't have notes this is all off the top of my head uh with art by lionel francis Yu. he also did the inks along with jerry allen guillen sunny go is on the colors and clayton cowles is on the letters and i called this one the gang commits a war crime because <laughs> i feel like i feel like they did yeah, a little a, bit i mean they were getting attacked but i didn't see them shoot a bullet man they get fucking like, got these soldiers got eviscerate okay spoiler alert yeah. oops and we didn't do a spoiler alert ah you know it's fine. i think there's plenty of war crimes on all sides of the you, you know, know yeah you're probably right humans are pretty good at committing war crimes yeah. uh, big yeah. shout outs to donald trump <laughs> uh and we're so okay so this is a meeting of the minds uh mutants have created their own little island called krakoa it's a uh it's a sovereign nation it's a sovereign nation yep. and yep. they are 
for the first time being brought to the table to wine and dine with some of the the leader the the most elite human leaders yeah. right so you got wakanda is there yep. and then some other people you assume that these are assume like assume that it's like the u.s and india and, I and like know, maybe like illuminati level people where they're yeah, not they're not in charge of the government but they're in charge but of the government you know what i'm saying they got they got yeah. the purse strings and all that shit Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they're being wined and dined having this conversation uh, and then Magneto decides to wax philosophical on kind of exactly what his grand vision is for for, for Krakoa mm-hmm. and it's basically like being better at being shitty than people are right yeah they're because their whole conversation is like well you know we don't want to start a war and we don't want to have to start a war against you and Magneto's like no there's not going to be any war they're like what do you mean there's not going to be any war there's always a war and we always fight and it's like no we're not going to fight this time we're, we're going to engage you we're, we're going to engage <laughs> engage you on the capitalist shit. yeah we're going to yeah. engage you in capitalist warfare we're going to buy all the best drugs sell them all uh get buy you all on the, the best, take yep. yep get you on the take buy all the best like schools buy your politicians buy we're gonna basically buy and then the eventually free world right and then eventually we're gonna buy you yeah and and the the idea is and this is ominous right because like the idea is is that they're going to do all of this in service of mm-hmm. right being better Right. Yeah. So like, so like, we are going to take the authority now away from away from yeah. y- these people who have this authority. But it's really just an exchange of power. Yeah. It's not a it's not a dynamic shift, which is what I, I I'd say like, you know, the the discourse that's going around right now in yeah. politics is that you know the world is run by these. ultra wealthy elites this is not saying that they are going to undo that they are going to just participate in it and work within the system and do it better but they are yeah they're going to do it better but not just for them really it's like kind of a i don't know like democratic socialism approach where it's like what if we sold all the best drugs but they were better drugs than everyone else. Everyone has like healthcare and money and. Well, like, I don't know if anyone's going to have healthcare because these people are still going to be the ones that are 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 taking money from from them. So it's up to these people who are going to. You mean like the humans? Yes, yes. the humans the are humans still going to be will distributing. Probably still it. get fucked, but they. But yeah, everyone on Krakoa. Well, the, the poor people, the poor humans, will still get fucked, but the wealthy humans. Right. So they're not. They're not fixing. They're not righting yeah. the wrongs. But I think their end game, at least Magneto seems to think their end game is to do that. Yeah. Is to eventually you have to repl- outplay them re- first, re- then replace, get the power. Yes, get the capital, and then. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like I said, I still there. It's ominous because. That power dynamic is <clears throat> so inherently corruptible, right? Yeah. Because, like, when when ultra wealthy people have all the power, they become disconnected from the body of the people, right? Especially when that person is like a fucking Magneto. ultra mutant who can do <laughs> shit. You know, they're and not, apocalypse. They're not gonna, yeah, apo- especially apocalypse. Oh right? yeah. Uh, there's some really clever stuff. Hickman continues to be just a fucking master writer in yeah. here, where he quotes. Uh, and this is me being a fucking idiot, but he quotes some author who wrote the book called The Island. Aldous, was it Aldous Huxley? Yeah, I think it's Aldous yeah. Huxley. And he quotes directly from The Island, which is poetic yeah. because Krakoa is an island nation. Yeah. It's all very, it's, it's, it's smarter than I will ever be, but it's, 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 very, it's very cool. I enjoyed <clears> reading it. And I also really enjoyed that they were like, hey, idiot, he just quoted this book called The Island by yeah. this guy. Yeah. You should know that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, thanks. That seems clever. <laughs> I had no idea. I would you know? not have gotten that. Uh, but, it, but it was cool. Uh, and I, It was and I, cool. I, it I was, do appreciate that. It was a very 
fun issue where it was just like, what if Charles and Magneto and Apocalypse all were at a political roundtable with the leaders of the three worlds? Yep. And it stuck with that through the whole issue. Something I really appreciated. A little and bit of action. They, yeah, they had some action. little action because Cyclops. But it was and still on site, you know. Cyclops <clears throat> and that dude. So yeah, Cyclops and some. Uh, Samurai guy. Yeah, his name started with a G. It was like Gorgon or something. Sure. Um, they, they eviscerate. <laughs> they destroyed bunch. like a SWAT team. Uh, my was, entire Call of Duty team is yeah. just fucking zero. To, it is literally my Call of Duty team because it's like being massacred. Yeah. One entire team being massacred by like two people. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, nuts. totally. Yeah. And they were supposed to swoop in if negotiations did not go according to plan. To this white guy's and then plan. To, yeah. To, it's uh, important to note that he was acting rogue, right? The other guy, people at the <clears throat> table did not know. Yep. 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 I, and, I, and I feel like it's implied that he was the American representative. Oh, for sure. Uh, he was going to call in a SWAT team and eliminate the mutants. And then Charles is like, oh, are you uh, checking for an update on your boys? Because we killed them all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> which is a very... Un- Literally killed. Like, like oh, yeah. dismembered. Which is new for Professor X and Cyclops, uh, like, kind of. Um, but yeah, I, th- I like that they commit to it in this, you know? They it's really like, did. You know, Professor X... Uh, Magneto and Apocalypse are all joining forces. This is what their ideal world would look like. It's not going to be squeaky clean. They're going to have to kill some boys. Yeah. And they totally did it. Gonna have to crack a few eggs. I'm waiting for when uh, they're. I mean, so the eggs that they've cracked so far have all been rotten, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, eventually, what's going to happen is some poor people who didn't fucking deserve anything yeah. are going to die. And right? I hope they go there because that'll be super interesting if like Krakoa takes over a capitalist system and you are know, directly is denying resp- health care to humans. Is, is directly responsible for a massacre uh-huh. of people. Even if like Professor Xavier wasn't the one who did it or if it wasn't right. his intention, right. hundred, hundreds of people are going to end up dead. I hope. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I hope for the sake of the story. I hope for the sake of the story because yeah. like that that will take They could it. go some really interesting places. For sure. Like and, I, and I feel like right now we're standing on this <clears throat> precipice where like this book could tip off in all these different directions. Yeah, but I, I feel like they'd all be super cool. Yeah. And that's kind of the theme of today is like yep. everything's been really hopeful and optimistic. Yeah. I liked all, yeah. I liked to be completely honest with you, I liked every book this week. I liked I I didn't honestly. I liked half Classic of the Classic Dan. <laughs> Classic. But Dan. I really loved these two a lot. Um and one more thing before we move on. Um there was also some really cool parts in this where Apocalypse would have like just a word of dialogue sprinkled here and there. Yeah, and where he talks about how he was hit like yeah. so hard. How he was responsible for the fucking Bronze Age. Yeah, they're the like, Dark uh, Age and this shit. is how things worked in the Bronze Age or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, how did the Bronze Age end? And he was like, I did. I ended the Bronze Age. <laughs> yeah. What What was funny about that though is he's not a human. So the entire point of that, the entire thread <clears throat> of that thing that they're chasing is that like humans repeat this cycle of yeah, destruction every 2000 years where we advance, 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 and then yep. we burn everything down and then yep. it takes us 700 years to catch up yep. and then we burn everything down. Yep. Right. Uh, the great library of Alexandria, the bronze age. Yep. So they're trying to make a point with that, but then all of a sudden you get this like, Oh, you should think about how the bronze age and I was the one who ended it. So I'm like, well then it wasn't really, humans who did it that wouldn't have been humans fault it was your fault apocalypse yeah fuck you know what i mean like what do you it's true it's like so that one that one was a little funny to me because i'm like i thought we were trying to prove the point that humans are self-destructive yeah but in that one it's like i think it's more proving the point that humans 
are short-sighted and don't remember oh, and, their history. Which is absolutely true. Yeah. Which is absolutely true. And I, I honestly, sometimes I look around the world right now and I, and I get really afraid <laughs> that we are on the fucking cusp of a fucking major like 800 year setback where we lose we lose knowledge of like what a fucking virus is in bacteria i don't <sighs> know if it had happened but i mean welcome to the world of being a middle-aged man jared it's like you just constantly you get scared all yeah, the time yeah yeah wow that sucks i mean adults are constantly terrified well and we're the anxiety generation right millennials That's have true. like so we're probably extra terrified extra scared yeah you know yeah. what i mean but i i don't i don't feel like i let my anxiety like uh, obviously it does kind of mold my perception of yeah. like politics because i always try to like be like okay improve improve optimism right, optimism right, right, but right. it's like <sighs> but it's like fucking it's, hard right sometimes i was scared a seminal moment in my life is when i re- <laughs> i remember this i was a fucking sad little child okay this is something you have to understand okay. but when i when i learned that the human race was able to wipe itself out with an atomic with atomic uh-huh. weapons i was devastated <laughs> i wouldn't like i didn't leave my room for like three days because Damn. i was like i was so distraught because i was you know what i mean you you learn i i think i, I was i i don't want to say that i was like some like fucking woke kid or some shit yeah. like that but i have a i have a, I have a like, i'm pretty empathetic and like i can like i have a very vivid imagination so like mm-hmm. when i learned that we killed two like 100 200 people in hiroshima and nagasaki yeah, like yeah. that just broke me for yeah. for days yeah because i was like i was always terrified of of these cataclysms right mm-hmm. um meteors crashing plane crashes i was a very scared little giant child disasters. giant disasters and then when i found out that we did it yeah and that people thought it was okay and yeah. that and that like we could do it way worse today mm-hmm. i was like fucking anxiety levels through the goddamn roof and <laughs> I, I was like literally just like crippled for that it. is surprisingly woke of you though honestly it was like i was like 12, to, like, recognize. I was 12 fucking terrified because like everyone terrified. else in the american education system they're like well one day we dropped atomic bombs on hiroshima and nagasaki and it was, and it was absolutely and we ended the war yeah, and it was absolutely <laughs> necessary more american lives would have died it was a mercy it was a mercy it was a mercy yeah it's like yes all the people that died were civilians yes we deliberately targeted them and yes that was the biggest <laughs> act of fucking like we War like to, crime and we, history how many okay I, I don't have the numbers for this but how many people died in the holocaust versus how many people died in was it was it a lot more uh it's probably I feel like, like a it lot, was a lot more it's a lot more so germany's yeah. still number one yeah. worst but we're probably That's true we're probably behind we're, and we're probably really if you include all the other shit that we've done we're probably number one we're probably getting there yeah uh i how many russians died in world war one and two a lot i feel like germany killed a lot so germany's got a hey, germany i yeah, see that's you. true i that's see true. you i see you i but, think it, i mean uh, yeah still though i will say that we deliberately targeted fucking civilian cities uh-huh, uh-huh so that uh-huh, that was uh-huh. the so so the nazis are bad we can we can both agree on that but also nuking civilian cities pretty shitty pretty bad imagine yeah. wiping out like fucking madison <laughs> yeah just blown up one day it's gone <laughs> yeah just gone it's gone how many people hey, well, it'd, madison? Be, it'd be worse than that madison's like a hundred yeah so worse than that for sure yeah hundred something thousand hundred fifty thousand i think it's I not know. like the entire it's like the entire population of wyoming we'd be so fortunate maybe a hundred thirteen thousand it's like thirteen thousand. okay i think so that's around twice there. two madisons side by side just just evaporate everyone or not everyone you know but most of the people you know let's and then real. let's not even talk about the fucking crippling radiation sickness oh and cancer that manifested years have you seen later. chernobyl jared i've seen chernobyl that 
fucked me up. Yeah, that Chernobyl. shit is terrible. When he picked up that piece of irradiated yep. metal, and like five minutes later, he was just fucking. Oh, that was the worst. That's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. To me, so that oh. that that scene didn't hit as hard, and I think it's because I remember you talking about it. Yeah. So I was prepared. I yeah, was like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's gonna yeah. pick that thing up. Yeah. But what got me Ugh. was the end of that episode where they made that scientist walk to the roof. Oh, to yeah. look to look for the graph. He's like, see with your own eyes. Yeah. See with your own eyes. And he walks up there, and it's just a everywhere. Yeah. And there's a hole, and it's just billowing this fucking <laughs> black smoke <laughs> into in the, the air. Into the air, and in the background, you have this fucking like, like fucking like industrial yeah. Russian shit. Just be like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I was I was like sweating. I'm getting fucking shivers thinking about that scene. That miniseries bad. is terrifying. Woo! But if you haven't seen it, you should. It is We're selling uh, it. immaculately directed and acted. Ooh. Moving on, back to the world, the safe, comfy world of comic books. Safe and comfy world. Uh, 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 Zero Donald Trump in this issue. Rescue me from, from reality, Dan. Zero Iranian missile crises. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? The Iranian no, missile crisis? That was an old thing. But it's, you know. I mean, it, kinda... it was a missile, right? Or is it a drone? Uh, Probably well, a drone. the U.S. sent a drone a to dr- kill these guys. He's yeah. a drone. Okay. Uh, so this is <laughs> this is Dial Age for Hero number 10. Uh, I called this one Miguel's a Fucking Idiot Edition. This is written by Sam Humphreys with art by Joe Quinones, uh, Jordan Gibson on colors, and Dave Sharp on the letters. Uh, Dan, you take this one. Okay. Okay. You didn't like this? Right? Uh, not really, honestly. I didn't I, like Miguel in it, but I liked everybody else. I think I'm kind of like getting over this series, honestly, because it's like it's kind of fun, but I feel like it's the same thing every time. You know, they always do some really cool art styles. They always have some really creative like uh, superheroes that are invented, uh, but there's never any stakes. The characters I don't really care about. Um, you don't care about Miguel. No, you don't care about Miguel. Fuck Miguel, but yeah. I love Summer. Yeah, Summer's pretty cool. But, I mean, she's not... I don't know. It's She's not the kind of person that I would read this comic just to see how Summer's doing. You know what I mean? I liked, I liked that in this multiverse that Miguel was a street. I a, did not understand he's that a, at He's all. a sentient street. He's a sentient street <laughs> that helps people. They they got thrown into some multiverse, some alternate dimension. Where, where everybody's a mashup of two different things. And for yeah, some so reason... Superman's mashup with Martian Manhunter. Harley is a giant mech. Yeah, that was a good combo. These were all super creative, honestly. Yeah, I loved I loved the multi when the, so there's this two panel two panel spread where they're traveling <laughs> the multiverse and there's one yeah. where it's like Batwoman and Superwoman. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, I, that fucking, was, the art is so good. That's it, uh, it was really honestly, good. They had a, a Batman Beyond in one universe. Yep. That was fun. If uh, if I have to be completely honest with you, Dan, I read probably about seventy five percent of this book. Yeah. And but looked at every picture. Yeah. Right. Which I, is I'm, honestly, I'm convinced that's the, way to, that's the way to read this. That is the way to do and it. And that's why my opinion of it is so good. I'm like, I glazed over. I remember you being like, you oh, that's right. You groan and you're like, Oh my god, there's so much dial H for hero lore in this. And I was like, I didn't read any of it. I just looked at the pictures. You they, know what I mean? They explain in uh excruciating detail. Let, let how me see it. 
Yeah, it's this part. So, I did. Yeah, I did not read. So I didn't read this entire page. I just assumed that these guys are the same guys. Yeah, so they, like, okay, they are I the get, same. I get the gist. So it's like the the villain and the hero are the same guy. It's like the person who gave Miguel the H dial, which is again like a rotary telephone that whoever uses it becomes a superhero mm-hmm. of sorts, but it changes every time. So every yeah. time Miguel dials, uh, uses the H dial, he becomes a different hero. Um, so the twist in this one is that the person who gave him the H dial, the like keeper of all of the H dials and stuff, um, or all of the dials and the guy who's trying to steal them all are the same person, but like kind of different versions of themselves. I don't fucking know, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It I, doesn't matter. I, I didn't even, li- <clears throat> that's, this is the level that I give a shit about that. I didn't hear a word he just said because I was reading, because I was reading this, <laughs> and looking at the art. I was looking at the, I was literally doing that because yep. I was formulating a new opinion about this art, mm-hmm. which I love. I really appreciate it. I, I'm sorry, Dan, that you went through that effort, but I didn't. I honestly didn't. That's the thing. That That's said. the thing. I don't it's like care. The, the story doesn't matter. Um. So what really bugs me, and I just I didn't realize that it really bugged me until just now, uh, is that they so they chose to give Summer a flannel coat, okay, flannel overcoat, but um, they have just <clears> taken wherever her coat appears a flannel pattern and just went right on top of it. Oh. So independent of where her arms and shit yeah. are, it's the same it's, pattern. It's just a pattern. It's just a pattern on the oh, entire you're thing. Right. That's and, weird. Looking. And now that I see it, it might be a stylistic choice. It might be a stylistic choice, but, but like it does not, look weird. Now that I see it, I don't. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're right. Like her arm is bent, so it shouldn't be the same. It should be. It's like bending just a different like angle. Cut out whatever was there before yeah, yeah. and paste it in like a GIF or, or like a yeah. JPEG or something. Literally, it's like it's a, its own transparency <laughs> layer. Its own transparency layer. Yep. They cut it out and then they just went whoop and they just copy moved it. paste. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. that's weird. Not not in love with it. Like, if you're not gonna do it, then don't give her a flannel. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I get that it'd be a fucking tremendous amount of work. I totally get that. What it though compared to like normal comic book? Well, yeah, because you drawing? have to draw each. You have to draw each fucking line of it, right? And I bet I he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because, like, yeah, it's just like. Plop. I feel like that's pretty normal in like comics, though. Maybe it, it, like, it, you're probably right. It probably was a clothing. stylistic choice, but I don't know if I enjoyed it. Yeah, look at the like. There's there's like motion of the cloak. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, not in love. Not in love with that choice. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, it was, it was fine. fun. It was fun. Yeah, and it was I, fun. I, I like I like visiting this thing and seeing all these we- weird mashup superheroes. Like yeah. All the weird universes and Wonder shit Woman they go to. mashed up with um, Hawk Girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, I forget some of the other ones. Superman and Martian Manhunter were stand out for sure. Yeah, that was good. Oh, Aquaman and the Flash were the same. Oh, I didn't notice that. That one, was pretty cool. I, what would you call that? Aqua Flash. Uh, Riptide. Oh, Riptide. Hundred <laughs> percent Riptide. DC. Hit me, Hit me up. Hit me up. It's rip tide. Rip tide. Absolutely rip tide. Uh, we're gonna rip some hang tides. Ten. Hang ten. We're gonna we're gonna rip some tides. Hang ten. Grab a <laughs> second beer and be back with the other three books. Thank Christ. Thank fucking God. We'll be right back. Bye. We are back. And we're back. We're back from the break. And Dan has another. Brand new beer for us. A brand to, new beer. To a sip Danny some. Mac special. Not dealing with those Jerry meme beers anymore. No, this is something simple. It's simple. And clean. And clean it's- unless you take into account the history that I just found out oh, about yes. the brewer. Very, very not simple and clean. And it's also 9%, Dan. <laughs> Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> uh, who makes a brown ale 9%? Craft beer has gone off the fucking rails. Why? Why would you 
need to make a brown ale nine percent. I don't know. It's according to the BJCP guidelines, Jared. It should be between like four and six. Right? Yeah, yeah, something reasonable. Fucking like well, on the bright side, 9%. the blue Hawaiian, uh, the blue Hawaiian was an easy drink in four point seven. So yeah, but there's nothing in this. Like it's not barrel aged. There's yep. coffee and hazelnut in it. Yep. It is a frangelic mountain brown, a brown ale brewed with hazelnut coffee from Founders Brewing. Let it all out, damn it. I'm just fucking pissed off. Why do they got to do this? I feel like every uh, I feel like every time I have to get either a hazy IPA, which we've had a fuck ton of, yep. which we love, but still and those are like I don't know, like those can get up to like six percent. And now there's especially a f- now there's the a double. ton of doubles, yep. yeah, that are coming out that are like eight percent. And it's like either that or these like stouts or like darker ales that are like, even if you don't get the barrel aged ones, it's fucking eight percent, twelve percent, fucking ABV aged with vegan chocolate. Fuck you, God. Like why? Just like, just like make a beer. Why do they got to do that? I don't know, Dan. But it does taste pretty fucking good. It tastes good. pretty fucking good, though. Yeah. This is very nice. Uh, you said this is by Founders Brewing mm-hmm, Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we should address the elephant in the room before we go any further, right? The elephant that I didn't know existed until today. Yep. So Founders Brewing Company has been under fire uh, a little bit in the media for um, their alleged, I would say, alleged racial discrimination and yeah. firing of an employee. Yeah. Uh, so uh, an employee was fired, terminated, uh, came out and said that it was in retaliation for uh, disclosing the fact that some employees there get the impression that it was like high up employees mm-hmm. had used racial slurs against him, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's a they said, they said scenario. Founders decides to bring in like uh, a, a lady to come and kind of like consultant, a consultant. Yes. A diversity consultant to, to come in and, and improve the culture you know making making the right move in that situation um and she's got and this is i'm, I'm totally underselling this i'm way out of my depth in trying to explain this but i'm going to do my best do your uh, best I, and she's she's a remarkable remarkable woman high accolades you know very very well regarded uh, and esteemed mm-hmm. and accomplished right um she flash forward to about a month or two ago uh quits founders says i can't fix the culture here it is rampantly racist and they are unwilling to do anything to fix it uh and so that's where we are today yeah Um, so lends a lot of credence to the fact that founders is probably um a cesspool probably has some some problematic opinions floating around we'll say to say the least i think founders is out of detroit or someplace in michigan right Um, i think it's michigan which is a bummer. I, I will say that Founders... So, so Founders is one of the first like craft breweries that yeah. that really... They were at the beginning. That really cemented... Yeah, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, so they really cemented <coughs> my love of craft beer. They, and like probably most people, honestly, who were yeah. like getting into craft beer at that time. They're, they're, they had a porter... They had a rye IPA. They had a breakfast stout. Oh, that that's still good. They're still yep. pumping that out. And I'm pretty sure that they had an IPA at the time. And those four beers yeah. were com- so seminal to my kind of development in, in making me understand the gauntlet of craft beer flavors. Yeah. That it just bums me out wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I, two, two or three years ago, they did a, uh, a tap takeover. Uh, at a local little watering hole that we have here called Eddie's Ale House in Sun, oh, yeah. in Sun Prairie. And so they had they had their lines on everything and a brewer was there 
And I was hammered. And I spilled my guts to the guy, basically being like, oh, you guys, beer got me into craft beer all, all so much. And he got he was tickled. You know what I mean? He, of thought, course. It, he thought it was really great. And he bought me he bought me their um, KBY or whatever. He bought me a glass of their, their KBY reserve because he thought it was so funny. Uh, it was like a $20 glass, which he got me for free, which was really nice. Super mm-hmm. nice guy. And I, I just have all these positive feelings about Founders Brewing Company and to the, the find out that the, there's a culture there that is just, it just makes me think like, is that guy, was the guy that I was talking to that guy? guy you know what i mean i yeah. don't it just it sucks it sucks and that's what what happens is it like it pollutes it pollutes like not only like the current their, their culture right currently but then also like it taints all these like fucking <clears throat> memories you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like i i shouldn't whine obviously you know what i mean they need right. to correct their shit but right. it's like come on like yeah it's just one of those weird things sucks. that when I don't know when like big companies and rich people and I don't know when the Papa upper John's, class are when Papa John drops some shit on a voicemail. I'm like, okay, yeah, that doesn't really surprise me. But I thought like craft beer was supposed to be better. Yeah, you know, we were supposed to be this like. Well, I don't know. Craft beer has always been a white person's game, right? Y- yeah, I guess. But for me, in I, maybe this is my own bias or whatever. Sure, like in sure, but the, you know, in there are there are like you know what I mean. There are breweries that are that are led by you know not not white dudes, but uh, sure. No, but I, primarily, I will, I will agree that it's few and far between. But like I was, I don't know. Maybe it's my own bias, but I was like, I'm like it's 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 like fresh and it's new and it's exciting. And so yeah. of course the people that are driving that, the visionaries that are driving yeah. that, aren't idiots. Mm-hmm. They're they're not. You know what I mean? These are people that I respected, and admired for yeah. their for their for their foresight and their vision, and and to find out that they're like just as marred. Yep. with their own bullshit is like the people that I like loathe the most. It's like, yeah. God, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Fuck, it's sobering. I feel like that's something that our generation kind of uniquely has to deal with is like finding, because like all of these things were covered up until now and they're still kind of covered up, but at least some of this shit is coming to light of like this kind of stuff and all of the um, like me too movement stuff coming out. It's like, yeah, we kind of have to, I feel like a lot of other generations didn't have to deal with the whole, Hey, I really like this thing. Now it turns out the person who creates it is a giant a shit bag piece of shit. Yeah. What do I do with that information? How do I reconcile? Yeah. How do I reconcile? Yeah. And I, there's no, there's no, to, to be clear, there's no good answer, right? Yeah. I think the w- best answer is to support uh diverse, uh, movements within the, the industry to help make it better like giant jones yep um and to also talk about this kind of stuff right yeah. like to bring this to light we could have just easily glossed over this and chose not to bring it up we could have just talked about the the brewery founders history but we we i don't know we we, we we're, we're putting it out there for right? better or worse for we chose worse. to talk about this on this podcast i don't know i think um, it's for better yeah it's just for better Uh, if this is gonna hit anybody's ears you know what i mean just like don't be shitty to other people you know what i mean Uh, it's so like the message is so fucking easy don't be racist (laughs) don't use racial slurs you know (laughs) what i mean against your employees and then fire them for against anyone for reporting it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like i don't know how it's like so obviously clear-cut and the fact that is this hard to parse it's not it's not hard to parse don't be shitty yeah so that's the message. That's the message I, of the craft comment. Honestly, it kind of makes sense to me. Like, I, in my opinion, like craft beer has mostly been a giant like 
boys club. No, you're yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Like when you when you think about like the brewers that you see, and, and I mean here we are, we're two white dudes. You've got a very large beard. I do. You have a very large beard. I have kind of like a little bit of like a shadow thing. We're like yep. white guys. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. White guys with beards, and and that's the dominant force. Ninety percent of yep. the craft uh, of the craft comics of of well of of the, the brewers and like I feel like beer consumers are also like yeah majority white people who are crazy about craft beer right and, like and, and and in a lot of ways the other medium that we discussed too is a boys club and it has been a boys club comic books as comic well. books yeah right? totally um totally. but but they they're making strides right yep. comic books are making Both strides are. And beer is too and we're not trying to diminish either of those things and in fact we're t- well, all i'm trying to do with this and all we're trying to do is just bring these kind of shit this this bad shit to the limelight let it let it be known air the dirty laundry that said this beer tastes fine it's it's, it's actually really good. I think it's pretty good. It's yeah. a really good. It's a. It's a really. It's a really good beer. Uh, but we would be remiss to not to not kind of air the dirty laundry about Founders, Founders yeah. Brewing Company. Um, so let your let yourself just just read up about it. Um, and think th- about it. Next think time about you're it. picking your next beer, if I knew about this, maybe I wouldn't have chosen this for today's podcast. But I'm glad I did because I'm glad we had this discussion. We had a, that's a very diplomatic thing of you mm-hmm. to say, Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that we you should. That's the thing about. That's a really complicated thing about. You want to call craft beer art? Sure. That's really com- sure. that's a really complicated thing about art. Yeah. It's like, can you enjoy a piece of art knowing that the person who created yeah. it is a piece of shit? When is it okay to separate the w- art from the artist? I would say that yes, it is okay to enjoy a piece of art, even if the person who created it is a piece of shit. But I don't know. That's- I would say not actually. You don't think so? I don't think so. Like, and this became a huge discussion point in the rap industry. Like pretty recently, when uh, what was Drake, uh, well, why is Drake hitting on all these young okay. women? Drake someone, also, but someone explain this to me. But it, it's more about like Triple X Tenation and uh, Takashi Six Nine. There are these rappers who are very popular with very young people, accused of mostly violence against women, but also just murder in general. Sure, and it's like when it, you know. And honestly, it's it's easy for me to kind of say fuck them. I'm not going to listen to their music yeah. because you didn't really buy into them their music at all, right? Yeah, I knew yeah. about their crimes before I sure. knew about their music. But also, it's just it's just what's well, it the Chris sucks. Brown? It's the Chris Brown thing. Exactly. Too. I, I won't. Exactly. I, won't, I will actually to this day. I will turn off a radio yep. station, and I and I cannot fathom how Chris Brown still. Me gets neither. Played on fucking radio station. He's back, and like people are like, he came out with an album recently that was like pretty well received. So how? No, I I but will it's, not. Do I think that. I think the point is though is that it's nuanced and it's case to case, right? You can't you can't paint you can't paint the entire thing with one broad stroke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone did something. I'm not to say that like one thing is shittier than another. I'm not here to weigh. But it is. I'm not. But but it is. You're. And I'm not here to. But I'm not here to weigh and measure it. It, right. it, all, it all depends. It's personal, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of context is needed. I feel like yeah. us as an as a culture, we have not yet figured out. No, no. What knows. is the line? Nobody knows. Where, especially not white we guys, stop. You know, engaging in this kind of. And maybe yeah. the line is very hard. Maybe we should just not engage with anyone who's uh doing problematic shit like founders yeah. maybe we shouldn't buy their beer shouldn't anymore. buy their beer yeah. um but i don't know i feel like <laughs> at least with the music industry stuff it seems to be pretty clear cut for me chris brown is a fucking monster yeah Scotchy that dude's like that dude like yeah they yeah. fucking suck they're like 
clearly terrible yeah. and we shouldn't support their but in shit. certain cases right in certain cases like it's very it's very evident and very obvious and, mm-hmm. so, and in other cases it's like you know like yeah. yes that thing is shitty but that should that stop me from right enjoying, from enjoying it i don't know i think the answer is just to listen to the people who are marginalized by it most yep. and uh try and do your best 2020 not only the year of hentai but also the year <laughs> of listening to people talk yeah if that's one thing that I'm we could that. that we could project it, we don't have any voice unfortunately we don't have a we don't have a platform maybe fortunately i don't know <laughs> who knows but it's just listen to people talk talk less right ironic from a podcast host yeah. right but talk less listen more and actually try to think about what other people are saying instead of yeah. waiting for your turn to interject right exactly so, i would totally agree you want to toast that. to that Dan? I'll toast to that clink that's a good 2020 toast everyone should agree with we that. should we should literally all agree to that mm-hmm. and uh i think so we we could talk about this beer a little bit it is a nut brown um very hazelnutty yeah very thing. i fucking love hazelnut and beer like hazelnut is a great flavor i know beer. that ever since uh rogue brown nectar came out oh brown nectar have you had that beer no that sounds oh, sexy dude. okay i'm gonna have to pick it up because okay. it's like a pretty og like craft beer but yeah it is yeah rogue is another one of the founders right they they came out around that time they had the yeah, big they, they had the were, big ass they're bottles old school yeah. yeah yeah um but they also have a very hazelnutty beer and it, it's probably too much hazelnut to be honest but i love it so it doesn't offend me yeah but it's just like yeah just like fucking hazelnut into my veins and it tastes so good and this kind of replicates that where i feel honestly it's pretty similar to the exact same beer except that there's coffee in this yeah and you get the coffee the coffee is on the back end uh it's it's hazelnut on the nose i would say yeah hazelnut it's pure yeah it's pure hazelnut coffee like you know you know you get like a hazelnut like pete's yeah (laughs) pete's fucking coffee you know it's like six dollars for a pound and you squeeze it through the little like weird little like nasal cavity and the coffee Uh thing is like Uh it's like you know and you you sniff it (laughs) oh it's hazelnut that's what it that's what it smells like yeah Uh, taste wise immediate note is like you get the caramel and the sugar for me uh of the of the brown ale and then that washes back to bitterness of coffee and then with like a tiny lingering note of hazelnut yeah i really like the way the coffee and the hazelnut kind of work together in this they're both very dark nutty flavors and, and it, yeah what i love is that it's sweet up front it's yeah very sweet up yeah. front, but in like a really good way and then it all kind of it's a long beer, actually. Like now that I'm, I, I took a sip and now I'm talking about it, and it's like slowly developing. So like, nose is is very one note. It's hazelnut coffee. Front taste is like sweet, grain, caramel, chocolate, mm-hmm. and then that washes back very slow to coffee, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to hazelnut, which is which is very fun. Mm. It's it's a, it's a very fun beer to drink. Yeah, honestly. I agree. It's really good. It's pretty tasty. Yep. Well, shall we move on? to comics Let's do it, what do we got next we got some dc Ooh, coming at you i think we've got some uh, justice league dark next yeah we do have justice league dark Ooh. justice league dark which is written by the new <coughs> author of yeah batman taken over for mr thomas king is ending his horrific run <laughs> it's like it's like we we didn't even pull a tom king book this week but we gotta just but we gotta we gotta rib we gotta rib shot him once dude Man, I'm so disappointed by that series. Still, do you want? What, what do you want to say? Oh, I was actually going to talk about. I was actually going to talk about this when we were talking about X Men. Yeah, that's the thing that I remembered. Fuck, we can talk about it, right? Can what? I talk about what? It? What? So, do you remember the War of Jokes and Riddles? Yeah. Uh, the dinner scene. Yeah. 
that reminded this week's episode yeah, of X Men reminded I get me that. of the of that. And I wonder if it was like a little bit inspired by it. Yeah, because be. it's like it's like a it's like long. What, what typically like a nine panel grid is reserved. Even for, the color palette is kind of similar. Honestly. Yeah, washed out. Yeah, and like typically, whites and like light bright colors. Typically a nine panel. And this is something that comics have been, uh, and artists and writers have been doing very recently. They're deconstructing the nine-panel grid. Yeah. The nine-panel grid was meant to show a lot of stuff happening on one page. That's the whole well, point Frank of it. Frank Miller made like 14 panels in a single page, Jared. But that's the, the point of it. The, the device, right, is that you are getting three by th- a three-by-three three grid so you can show a lot of stuff happening on yeah. one page. And what, they've, what, what, what writers have been doing is deconstructing that recently and maybe this isn't even recent some smart person is going to be like actually has been doing this for 30 fucking years frank miller is a genius but uh <laughs> what they've been doing and his art is fucking fantastic not anymore um i folded it again um so what they've been doing now is using nine panels to punctuate to make like to make you realize how long something's happening or how uncomfortable it is so, so nine panels a- used to be the standard Nine panel grid did, I think, no, Frank Miller made the nine panel grid, I'm pretty sure, in Watchmen. That's Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Alan Moore was the nine panel grid guy. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. okay. And, and, and the, okay. I think the entirety of the Watchmen is nine panel grid. Oh, I still love Watchmen, dude. Have you, how long has it been since you read Watchmen? <laughs> have you ever read Watchmen? I have. Okay. In 10 years. All right. Probably. It's a good book, man. In my early 20s. Anyway, so the point of the nine-panel grid, like I said, was to put a lot of action onto onto one yeah. page, and now it's kind of used to sort of actually slow a scene down. It's being used to the opposite. So so you, you typically will see like one character either sitting still mm-hmm. for nine panels. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. I like that. Or doing something completely inane, like Magneto eating a fucking uh, steak for nine panels. Yeah, I like and just that talking. Too. It's just great. Anyway, so this is Justice League <coughs> Dark number number eighteen. Did I did I read all this off? I didn't. Uh, no. Uh, we got this out of order. James Tinian. James Tinian the fourth. Alvaro Martinez Bueno on the art. Raul Fernandez on inks. Brad Anderson on colors. And Rob Lay on the letters. So this is a continuation of the Witching War, which is like the Witching Hour. Do you remember that? The yeah. Old event? And uh, let's recap a little bit more. Part five. The Justice League. Part five. Part five. Dark is like. They spin. They spun off Justice League into a bunch of different uh, variants. There was Justice well, League Odyssey. It was supposed to be four, but it only ended up being two. And really, then, those were the two. Okay, I didn't yeah, know if I was forgetting actually, any. No, they actually they were supposed to be fucking out of out of Zack Snyder's vision. <laughs> was it Zack? No, Scott Snyder. Whoops. Okay, I was Scott, like, what? Scott Snyder's vision was that it was going to be like Odyssey. That was him. Yeah. What a fucking Odyssey, Dark. And then, like, Batman was going to do one and Superman was going to do one. Yeah. And they just... The other two didn't ever happen, yeah. Dude, I'm... You've converted me. Fuck Scott Snyder, dude. It's not his fault. I want to say it's, like, probably... Well, I don't know. Well, he made the Batman who laughs, and that's definitely And it's still happening, and he's still making it, which is his fault. Yeah. Fuck him for that, but not... fuck. But I'm not going to say fuck him for, like, not having all four of the Justice League... um, yeah, well, that, well, he didn't even make this one. He didn't even make the other one. He came up with the concept of of of. So he came up with the concept of four Justice Leagues, <clears throat> four Justice League teams doing like a niche thing. So so Dark yeah. was supposed to be magic. Odyssey yep. was supposed to be space travel, and then there were two others. Odyssey was supposed to be space yes, it's travel. A, it's an Odyssey. It was supposed to be a grand space Odyssey. They went is, to like Greece, and like no, they were in space. 
It started out with Hercules in like Greece. I don't remember. And then they went to. It started well, because okay, Mount so Olympus got if killed. You, if you're gonna start Fucking Odyssey, would you not go to shit. to Greece to start? I don't. Anyway, it was supposed to be a grand Odyssey, and then Superman was supposed to have a team that was probably gonna be I don't know punching dragons or something. Yeah. And Batman was supposed to have a more grounded, gritty kind of detective-y team. Why do they fuck All, you, everything? Honestly, up? as a concept, cool. Right, yeah. I would have actually bought one of those a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, if it mo- was good, a month. Yeah, a monthly book of Batman's team doing detective shit. Yeah, Wonder Woman's team doing. Yeah, that'd be shit. cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking Superman's team do doing some dragon hunting shit, and then Odyssey doing some crazy. But they didn't space do that, and they Odyssey was trash. But, but this was good. Justice League Dark remains. Fuck it, we're getting off track. It's it's the nine. It's the nine percent. It's the, what's, what's happening is nine percent yeah. alcohol. Yep. Yep, uh, yep. 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 But this is Justice League Odyssey is the magic shit of the the DC universe. So you've got like Swamp Thing, John Constantine, Zatanna. Wow. Man Bat. Man Bat. Wow. Boba the Chimp. Wow. Yeah. What a team. It's a fucking all star team. And yeah. then you on top of that, you just just a little cherry on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. 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 It's a fucking Donna Troy. Oh. Wait, no, yeah. not Donna Troy. Deanna Troy. Deanna Troy. Donna Troy is another one. Deanna Troy. <laughs> bing. Right on top. Wonder Woman. It's amazing. It's a great is book. Is her name Troy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Diana. Diana. Diana Troy. I don't think so, man. Oh shit! I think, I think you're off. Don- I think you're. I think it's Star Donna- Trekking right now. I think now. it's no. I think you're probably right, but I think it is Donna Troy, who is a who is another Donna Troy is from Star Trek, or right? No, Deanna. Deanna Troy. Deanna Troy is from Star. Trek. Her name's Diana, dude. Yeah, her name is Diana, but Deanna Troy is from Star Trek. You're right, but Donna Troy. Google Donna Troy. Who is an Who's a- Donna Troy? Is an Amazonian. Who looks just like Wonder Woman, but has the Captain America shield? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, but not Wonder Woman. But not Wonder Woman. But I thought that they had the yeah, same. Yeah, you're right. Name. You're right. You're yep. right. Anyway, I, I I got them confused, and understandably so if you see a picture of her. Yeah. Uh, and also, we'll just quickly say that um, <coughs> Justice League Dark has come up with some of the coolest fucking big nasties in the yeah, DC universe that we've seen have. in a long time. Like you got the Upside Down Man. You got yeah. that weird dude who crawls into people and then bursts out into tiny yeah. versions of himself that then crawl into people and burst into <laughs> other tiny versions of themselves. <laughs> You got that weird blob ectomorph thing that just like basically like end of Evangelion goos yeah. people, turns them into slosh. Dude, here Fucking is uh, the thing that makes this great. Tell and me. The thing. So DC needs to embrace body horror because this and, uh, well, actually Marvel too, Immortal Hulk yeah. are both going very like horror direct routes. It's very like magical, weird, fucking spooky horror shit. And both are really good. They need yeah. to do more of it. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 long and short of this issue, um, Diana, Diana, right? Diana is a Wonder Woman's name. Diana is trapped in some kind of plane of oblivion because Hecate has em- embodied her body, and the Upside Down Man, who is this very chaotic, evil kind yeah. of guy, yeah. uh, he literally devours entire universes. Cool as shit. He's got ripped abs and some pants. Oh yeah, you gotta love him. He wants to eat. Uh, the he wants entire world. He wants to eat of magic. He wants to eat an entire universe worth of magic, but he loves humans so much because they're so shitty. Yeah. He, uh, so I love that yeah. about his character he's yeah, like that he's is like, a good twist he's like he's like someone tried to lie to me <laughs> he's like he's like he's i like, love that he thinks it's like a fucking magic trick which yeah. is like it's like it's such a cool like I'm, my brain is it's a good take yeah my brain would never be capable of coming up with like 
like it's a magic trick in its own way yeah. to tell somebody that you're going to do something and then fucking do the exact opposite. And his thing is like, not only are you telling someone to do something and doing the exact opposite, you're telling your like very clear superior. Yeah. It's like, I'm a God. And I'm like, literally everyone's gonna... gods and you're lying to them. That's insane. And I love that for you. And I love that. And for I'm going to love eating you later. Yeah. yeah. And it's fucking wild. Oh, he's a great villain. He's dude. so, he's so cool. So like he comes to, to um diana yes diana uh, in this weird kind of limbo state says hey i'm gonna give you back your body but you have to give me something in Mm -hmm, return mm -hmm. and and her whole thing is like okay i can redeem you you are supposed to be the dark to hecate's light uh hecate has done some bad shit now but only because she's been corrupted by you know immortality will do that to you you know what i'm saying you live for long enough you're gonna be an asshole it's just it's just a fact yeah um uh, you were supposed to be the dark to her light. I can make you the light, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, ha ha, that's music. You know what I mean? But then she's like, no, I will literally do that. And he's like, okay, what if what if you can't? And she's like, I won't stand in your way as you devour the entire universe, basically. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's delicious. So then he like <laughs> lets her out of her fucking tomb of cockroaches and fire yep. or whatever. But then kills her best friend. Well... I don't know if she's dead or not, but he does. He does take a big old chunk out of her. Take a big chunk big out of her throat, ch- and, and feel ba- I feel bad. I feel bad for Witchfire. She has been banished to this plane for eternity, but she's like rationalized it. She's like, well, I mean, I guess it's fine because I'm still here. Yeah, I don't have a corporeal body, but I'm right. still existing. I still am alive, and I'm right. not in hell. Right. And then he he's like, oh, my darling, this is much worse than hell, and he yeah. fucking rips her throat out, and I feel really bad, and I hope she's okay. I kind of hope she's not. Well, you're not because I dislike her, but I think he needs to have some more villainous impact. Well, I mean, but he's pretty villainous. Maybe I'm just saying. I, mean, I just hope for her. Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That she pulls out. That I she know. pulls out. Okay, because he, even if he tried to, if he's some, she's some Wonder Woman somehow able to save. That'd yeah, be cool. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it ends with our um, intrepid young man who we've seen. Also, great Wonder Woman picture. Yeah, she, that is a good picture. Fucking draws such a good Wonder Woman. Anyway, uh, we have a our little like Doctor Fate's helper who has been traveling along with us, being like basically our, you know what I mean the the the, the straight man's all the shit. He's like, wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. And I still don't get a lot of the dark Doctor Fate shit in this series because we we stopped reading because we it. stopped reading yeah. it. But, uh, but basically, he's, like Doctor Fate became like a he became infected by some dark magic shit. Some like like peak dr fate right yeah like distilled essence of dr fate basically being like i can see the future and this isn't going to end well so i'm going to do the worst possible thing to stop it from being even worse or the second least worst thing to stop it from being the worst so then they stop him unleash all this crazy shit and not yeah. have to fight all that crazy shit yeah so it's so he's a, gonna put the helmet on yeah so he's gonna put the helmet i do like dr fate i'm i'm a bit uh it's a bit over my head as to like how yeah. dr fate fits into this whole storyline because we missed a few um but i'm here for it and i thought this issue was really cool i think that and i'm not sure but like so james tinian the author is taking over batman soon um it seems kind of like he's wrapping this up a little bit he might be upside down man is becoming much more prominent in these issues he was very much lurking in the background until recently and now he's much more at the forefront well and this is called the witching so his the the big upside down man reveal event happened in like i want to say like october of 2018 it was called the witching hour Uh uh-huh and this is like the witching war so this is naturally i don't know it, it feels this is five of six and ending it on a 20 or a 19 feels weird 
mm. I feel like uh, 24. Okay. Might be might be what because you're uh, then you're looking at two years, right? Yeah. You're looking at two two years worth of writing, and I I I don't think it's going to be done at the end of this arc, but I think we might get one more after it. Okay. And and then yeah, well, unless he just keeps going, because I mean, like, yeah, if the could, shit's still good. You know what I mean? I don't and really scr- know how that works with like it's, comic book yeah. uh, authors. Like, well, how you many can write. Series on, can... You can write on, and this is the only one that he's. This is the only ongoing that he's writing, and and we do think that James Tidian might just be a fill-in until they find. Until they find a, that's true, a that's true. Line. So, so maybe he'll fingers just crossed because this. this is one of the coolest, like, except for the black label stuff. But this could easily be black label stuff if they just it like really moved be, it, honestly. just shove it one more over and like yeah. make it a little bit weird. Like, let us see some Wonder Woman tit. You know what I mean? <laughs> let, let me see that butt. That's all I'm oh, saying. God. And let let's see some more like gore. You know what I mean? Some fucking body like, horror, shit. body horror shit. The Wonder Woman boobs thing was a joke. Um, sure, it was partially, partially. But but also, I want to see like more like yeah. I want it, it needs to be more horror because that's when this book is at its mm-hmm. best is when it's like genuinely terrifying. Yep. So move it over there. That'd be fucking sick. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I think we both enjoyed it quite a bit. Very good. I gotta pee. Okay. Okay, I peed and I'm feeling good. 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 And we're ready to tackle the next two issues. I love that for you. I love that for me as well. Uh, So next up, we have... It's all out of order. Lois Lane, number seven, uh, written by Greg Rucka, with art by Mike Perkins and Perkins. Uh, Gabe Eltabe (laughs) on the colors, and Simon Boland... On letters, Dan, do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. (laughs) We have missed a few of these, so... I am a little lost. Like I'll probably, six. <laughs> I'll probably call on you here for your help. But I haven't uh, read any of them either, but okay. So the fine. question is in this. Yeah, cool. I love the question. Me too. And the question is a woman in this, which is cool. Um, she's one of Lois Lane's... Uh, friends? Work friends? Confidants? I don't know. She apparently hired... Uh, How does the question not know that Superman is fucking Clark Kent? I know! So this is my major problem with this book. Um, other than that, it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, but okay, so this series is kind of grounded in like realistic, kind of like detective noir kind of shit, right? Like yes. it's less superhero. It's all about detectives. And it's stuff. more detective y. Yep. Um, it's all about Lois Lane uncovering the truth. And the question um, apparently is in it. And she sees this paparazzi guy taking photos of Lois Lane kissing Superman. Like it's a big fucking deal. And he's like, Lois Lane's no, no, cheating she stop, on... No, she stops him. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lois Lane's cheating on Clark Kent with Superman. What a scoop. And like, how <laughs> fucking dumb do you have to be to not connect the dots that those are the same fucking person when especially, they look exactly the same? if you're like an investigative... So it's, yeah! not, it's not the shitty guy on the roof being like, oh, wow, Lois Lane's cheating on Clark Kent with Superman. Wow. It, it, so the question beats him up and i was like oh okay that's fine because it's funny because like why the question is like gonna stop this person from ruining superman and but then all of a sudden the question's like you're balling fucking superman and it's like how do you not know how do you not know you're the question and like the Uh, question is like in the dc universe the question believes in like all the conspiracy theories yeah like there's got to be at least one conspiracy theory. How? <laughs> that that cl- because someone's got to be like, look, I have drawn the fucking Charlie lines. You know what I mean? So the fucking it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Charlie line. Dumb. Yeah. We're like we're like, look, Superman, Clark Kent. They're never in the same. <laughs> <way."> <laughs> 
Uh, it's been a hundred years. And not so. And not only that, but in the rest of the DC universe, as we'll get to in a sec. But like Clark Kent has came out saying, "I'm Superman. Superman's me. We're the same person." Right. So yeah. why did they not just work that in there? I have no idea. Because it would have totally fixed this weird like continuity error kind of shit i don't know it did make sense but the rest of it i thought was pretty good yeah i liked the character acting in this the art was phenomenal yeah Um, the dialogue was good yep this is i was gonna say this is bendis at his best but it's not fucking bendis so no it's somebody else at their best so congratulations yeah it it is kind of bendis-y is it Rucka. It's Greg Rucka. That's yeah. dead ass serious. That is yep. Greg Rucka doing what Greg Rucka does. I told Dan that he did the original run of Wonder Woman uh, 1 through 26, I want to say. Holy the shit, was that good. Reboot, uh, of right? Rebirth, of DC yeah. Rebirth. So 1 through 26, it was yeah. fucking good. Greg Rucka's a boss. Um, so, yeah. this is, so yeah, the dialogue in this was great. It's like Lois Lane. It establishes her as like being a super messy, super successful journalist. And she's like pissed off at her housekeeper for cleaning her house too well. And, uh, she's complaining to the question, um, about it. And they're trying to, I don't know, solve something. It's kind of like tertiary. Yeah. Uh, but then it turns out her housekeeper is actually, uh, the big bad guy who is, I don't know. He has skull a man. Skull. It's like, is no, it the re- it's a woman. So, I don't well, know. I mean, it's a skeleton. <laughs> No, but she's still got the body. She's got boobs. There's a skeleton with boobs. And hips. But she pulls the full and hips. It pulls the full face off, Dan. The hips are a lie. I think the boobs and the hips are a lie. It's just yeah, a skeleton. Yeah, maybe. I mean it could be, but I don't Yeah, I just feel bad for the question hitting on this hot lady I and know. this skeleton. Yeah, she yeah, the I, question t- was hitting on the housekeeper skeleton woman and I'll tell you it, I'll uh, tell you something, Dan. Lois Lane shut it down, which le- was not cool. The lesbian always dies. And in this case the lesbian was already dead. So uh, <laughs> she's already a skeleton. I mean, there's two lesbians, though. Well, I mean, well, one of the lesbians, Dan. The the romance never lasts. It's true. It didn't even start in this case. I'm kind of like not excited to see how they survived being in an apartment that with exploded, bombs planted in it. Yeah, it's kind of lame, but whatever. We'll see. The dialogue was so good, though. Yeah, I, and, and, I, I still yeah, it, it felt could, pretty positively about it. This. Could be, it could be easily like a like it's all done in a page. And you're like, oh, okay, that was really well done, masterfully executed. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Greg Rucka. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It's hard to establish like a Lois Lane comic book because she doesn't have any superpowers, right? It's like yeah, but you get to do you get to play with character more, right? Exactly. I, I feel like which super, I like, and yes. I feel like they do this pretty well. Yeah, it was good. It was fun to read, and I kind of wish that we would have been reading this. If if I knew that Rocco was writing this, I would have been I would have yeah. been in this from day one, and I should have known. But I'm well, gonna, we did get the number one. We just missed we, a I, bunch I, of the I middle. Should, shit. I think that I've actually pulled almost every single one, so we could go back. Really? And oh, okay. Them, so cool. Uh, anywho, that leads us to our last comic of the day, and this is possibly the ugliest cover I have ever seen. The in art my in this life. was so bizarre. It's so weird. Uh, so it starts with the cover. This is Action Superman Action Comics number one thousand eighteen. If you can fucking believe that, uh, this is written by Brian Michael Bendis with art by John Romita Jr. And what puzzling art it was, <laughs> indeed. And he does the cover as well. Um, we have Klaus Jansen on inks, Brad Anderson on colors, and Dave Sharp on letters. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a this is a weird episode. This is a weird episode. A weird a, re- a weird issue where we're getting a lot of like backfill. Um. So some massive conflict has happened. Lex Luthor is fighting um Superman. There's Gorilla Grodd is there. There's a lot of stuff. It's you're the villain. 
neato uh the red cloud is there <laughs> and she's going what have i done so we get a flashback to how the red cloud was made she was a uh, plucky reporter for some daily known, planet for right? the daily planet some no name no, publication she was, i think she, she was, was with a different uh yeah it was some no name publication, publication at the time but now she works for the daily right. planet but it was a no name publication yep she somehow managed to get into the center of star laboratory yeah got hit they over were doing the head some shady shit and they were gonna throw her into a singularity basically they do throw her into a singularity and she comes out as a red cloud kills all of them and she seems to be somehow remorseful for exactly what's happening currently she says what have i done uh so we know that she's been trying to kill superman for a while working with some yeah. some big bads so uh it's possibly it's kind of an interesting villain I she's cool like her. i like her too i like yeah. her too um then we get a little bit more fighting uh, between um, Superman and Lex Luthor, then we get a cutaway. But it's to... like Lex Luthor, like Brainiac, right? I don't understand what's happening. I don't happening care. There. It doesn't matter. It's dumb. So like the whole "you're the villain" thing is like Lex Luthor killed himself and left his inheritance to all the biggest villains in the DC universe, and this is kind of bringing him. I don't know. Maybe he's been Can brought back for a while. The fact that I don't fucking know. Both I don't of super, know. Superman's like biggest villains are the same character brainiac and lex luther they're just yeah. super smart you're right the only way the only way to beat Braun is with brain but one is like a human the human ingenuity will outsmart superman and one is like all of the knowledge in the known universe will outsmart superman but it's both the same thing you're right it's fucking yeah it's one lame. of them can make more spaceships than the other yeah that's the only difference so, so then we get a cutaway to the foxy red-headed police chief uh we get an actually very nice scene i like this scene a lot yeah me too where um basically she asks if she asks clark kent if superman will endorse her running for mayor he takes his glasses off and says, actually, I am Superman. Wow. But you didn't see this one coming. But she, I will endorse you but, for mayor. But we will both endorse you for mayor. I'm going to announce it in a couple of days. But for now, please keep your mouth shut. And she's yeah. like, wow, you're trusting me with this secret? And he's like, for 41 hours. It was nice. I like this yeah. scene a lot. It was it was very cute. I did too. And it's kind of been building her up for a bit. It mm-hmm. does feel a little like inconsequential but it was, sure. ni- it was still it was still it nice. was still nice and then they fly away uh, or they fly away superman flies up to the big brainiac device and then wow no one could have possibly seen it coming he gets blindsided by another beam of light and who could it possibly be but leviathan leviathan which i didn't know that event was still going on honestly. it is never going to end damn really so when's the last time because i know we didn't pull all of these we haven't pulled Event Leviathan. When is the last time that we pulled one of them, and how? It's far been are months, they? and it's like on eight or nine right now. Okay, and do we know how many there are? It's been eight or nine, so they have eight or nine Event Leviathan books. But like, how long is it going to continue? Oh, twelve. Okay, maybe I don't know. Because fuck, it feels like that's been going for a long time. I feel like we were hyped up for it at the beginning, and I don't think they've done anything interesting with it. But maybe they have. Yeah, we haven't read it because we haven't been reading. The problem with Event Leviathan is, is like you, you, it had the weird X Men thing where like if you read Event Leviathan just by itself, it didn't do anything. You couldn't get everything because you needed to read Superman. Yeah, you you needed to read Action Comics, and at some but it wasn't just one a week; it was a bunch a week. Right, and at some point we cut back on reading kind of the main stuff, and we were Mm -hmm. reading some more fun unique books you yeah. know what i mean like the hill house comics and yeah. i don't regret any of that you know no what I mean? way like, started reading the x-men the x-men event that that was coming and up. honestly like looking at this like even the last panel of this kind of justified the choice choices yeah i think so 
it, it, it kind of brought like the beginning of event Leviathan was like, what if we showed everyone a better world and all of these superheroes came on board and they all joined this Leviathan. But like, it's like the last page of this, it's like all villains. So it's like, a, yeah. And also what if one- well, Martian editor was there, but any, anyway, the, the big problem with this is they tried to run like fucking three events. Like, so they're doing DC's year of the villain right now. Yeah, they're doing event Batman Leviathan. They're doing the, yeah. And they're all like tertiarily connected. But when you're running three events and it requires you to read like seven books a week, it's like, I don't care. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, Event Leviathan would have been so much more impactful if it was that that was the book. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you read every month Event Leviathan, and it was good. Mm-hmm. It was fucking good, and it was so good that it made you want to pick up these tertiary books. But yeah. instead, they were like, Event Leviathan is going to play into Action Hero, <laughs> and then it's also going to play into Scott Snyder's DC's Year yeah. of the Villain. But it's also going to play into the Supergirl who Too laughs. Too many crossovers. So it's just what they did. And DC oh, had been God. so Supergirl smart about it. Who laughs? DC fucking had been so smart about it but sadly i think they lost a little bit of that and i don't, I don't know i don't know what it is you saw money on the wall they're still all going too yeah like but one it, didn't end what's crazy though is that dc's still pumping out good books it's just not that it's just right. not the events you know yeah. what i mean like you got you got the hill house comics the black label stuff fucking yeah. wonder woman dead earth was some totally of the fucking best comic book shit i've read in a long time so yeah props to editorial you know what i mean but like i i just think that they need to in the comic book industry at large, we preach this all the time. They need to figure out the events. Yeah. Man. Because events could be so cool. Yeah. They could do them right. You know what I mean? But like they just you don't. pick one. Yeah. Pick an event. Don't uh-huh. don't just like throw shit at the wall. It's and like, see oh yeah, sticks. we'll take them all. Yeah. Take you a, can't we'll take, take them all. four events you, you at the take, same time. You gotta take one. Yeah. You gotta take one and then build your books off of that. Unless so that, that one is the Batman who laughs because no, no one wants that, to read that shit. That was that was the shit. No one wants to read that shit. That's not the shit at the wall that didn't stick. That shit fucking bounced off the wall and landed in your mouth. You know what I mean? Landed in Scott Snyder's mouth. Uh, and he fucking loved it. He but loved he was the it. only one. He's like, what happens if like we put the Batman in bondage gear <laughs> and then painted his face like Kiss, like the and he's and he's the Joker, and he's the Joker because you know because the Batman and the Joker are really they're just basically two, like they're just like two sides, sides of the, of the same, same coin. coin. You know, and just, you know what would be really cool and clever. You know what, what else uses what, two sides of the what, same coin? Two fists. Oh, oh, I'm a, dude. I'm a fucking genius. Dude. Uh, yeah, so that's the end of the books for this week. Yeah. Uh, Dan, we got some books coming up we next do. week. You wanna, you let's, wanna, uh, let's take a gander. You want to have a gander? We're going to do this live. We're going to no, do this live this let's, week. Uh, really? Okay. You don't want to do it live? Okay, we're not going to do it live. Dan doesn't want to. So we will be right back with right what back. we're excited for next week. I'm going to tell you right now there's some good covers. Okay, we're back with uh, what we're excited for next week, Dan. What's fresh and exciting, Jerry? We've got some fresh and exciting books next week. There's a lot of number ones. Actually, three out of five of the things that we're hyped for are number ones. Which is a good sign, honestly. It is a a good sign. So we've got Marvel's X number one, which is looking to be a play on Earth X. Is that what she's in? Uh, You know this better than I do. Do I? Nope. Okay, so you don't. don't You don't. So it is a sequel to Earth X. Uh, which sees our protagonist being a young boy. He's the last living human being on the planet. Everybody else is trying to eat him. And he's trying to get to... Uh, it's written by... Is it Alex Ross? Jim Ross. He, Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Roy Ross. And uh, <laughs> he is uh, a pretty legendary author slash uh, illustrator. So are you more excited for the pedigree and less for the subject matter? Yes, okay, correct. So Dan is excited for the pedigree. I don't know anything, but he seemed excited, so I got excited. Yep, I'm yep, a, yep, yep. He isn't... <laughs> 
excitement unlike to dan is infectious to me because i have yep. joy in my heart yeah uh, he's incapable of feeling anything since the when war. jerry feels excitement i feel hatred when uh-huh. i feel excitement jerry feels excitement exactly uh, and so then ne- next up which is something that jerry's excited for we have star number one which has a scott j campbell cover that i adore so yep. i'm going to try to find it i'm going to try to find the virgin cover of it it is apparently a character uh spinoff of uh captain marvel Oh, okay, yep. cool. Yeah, and I'm going to try probably spend upwards of $20 on that version cover, <laughs> and it's going to be completely fine. Really? Yeah, and so we have Damn. Batman 86. We're cautiously optimistic yes. about this one. So this is Tom King's reign of terror is, is finally, finally over. over. His war crimes the that he city committed. Of Bane slash not really Bane, but Bruce Wayne's Thomas, alternate universe Thomas dad. Wayne's sweaty, wrinkly scrotum is finally <laughs> it's finally at its end. And James, Mr. Steel Yo Girl himself, Mr. Thomas Wayne. Mr. Freudian dad's gonna fuck my wife. Yep. King. Tom King. Okay, I don't it's know. finally coming I lost to an the end. joke. That's but okay. It's James okay. Tinian the Fourth is going to take over. We're excited. We have yep. also got Dollhouse number three, one of the wonderful Hill House comic books about being trapped <laughs> in a dollhouse. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> fantastic. Ten out of ten. And then finally, we have Archie and Katie Keene number one. There's a new girl in town. Who today. is Katie Keene, Dan? Re- uh, we don't know, That's but we're going to find out. Point, That's the fucking baby. point of the book. Who we is don't Katie know. Keen? No one knows. They're, they've got four alternate covers for this, and <laughs> so you know, apparently it's a big deal. <laughs> you know, you know, the daddy's got to eat up them slops. We, we do like, uh, we do like Archie. We, fu- we fuck with Archie every yeah. now and then. Yeah. I, I'm the, our one regret is that we didn't keep up with the Sabrina. Apparently, the Sabrina's yeah. been very good. Sabrina's this year. been pretty good. So maybe we need to keep up with Archie and Katie Keene. Yep, I guess so. I Katie can't, Keene, who is she? We'll you, find do out. Do you think Betty and Veronica are going to straight up murder this bitch? Yeah, that would be a great twist. That'd be a great twist. I'd be into that. Yeah, super in. What happens if they had a threesome instead? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that uh that I think we should some fanfic. That I think we be, should wrap this up. <laughs> that would be some Jarrett Moore authored fanfic. I'm, I'm gonna, sure we'll yeah. find out in a month after you read that comment. And after you read my fanfic on and Archie then, on Archie erotic fanfiction. And then after I R-U. illustrate the fanfic. Yep. And then after you tell me, Dan, this illustration is horrible. Where did you learn to draw? Where did you learn anatomy? Vaginas don't look like this. <laughs> Then they're not located in the chest, Dan. <laughs> and I say, shut up. This Guess is they how are. I draw. This is my my interpretation. <laughs> this is my artistic integrity. And uh, and then we both enjoy our, our, our art. Yeah, and then I fap to it. And then you fap to it like you do. And then I ruin the original <laughs> drawings, and then they never get posted on the internet. <laughs> For the benefit of humanity, yeah. like I might I might add. Yeah, that's, that's for the best. Dan, I think it's been another amazing episode issue of craft oh without a doubt this is like a potty like nomination for sure not even a not this is a clear winner they didn't didn't even nominate anybody else they just like dole out a winner you know this is a danny and jerry lock peak craft comics by the podcast you got you got your harvey weinstein joke (laughs) you got your weird talk about systemic racism you got two white guys saying they're woke about racial politics it's, it's a, got it's, it all it's a winning pod it's a winning formula. combination damn you can yes. hear it you can hear it that sweet 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 sax baby. you can hear it i i know you can hear it uh, does it feel good it feels good and you look good do you want to say anything else then i want to say that you look wonderful tonight You know, I think you said it best yourself. Have a great day. Have a great day, everybody.